What's up? What's, what's going on? Did this thing call you? Twice. It, did, it, didn't, it didn't call you at all. So I was like, oh, this new update don't call out no more? Yeah, and it's, it's app, Megan. I, I don't know how to feel about, like, how to feel about this app anymore. Because it, it, <laughs> it's, it's like, just very weird. To- it's like, okay, they, they fixed it. No. <laughs> yep. Like, all I care about right now with this app, other than the fact that they need to pay me, is the idea of the audio. So what happened was I called, like, I guess you called me, I picked up, and then when I got into the call, it called again. So I was like, is, are you trying to, like, butt dial in the middle of calling? Like, what, what's going on? But either way, we are here. What's up? We are and like now it says you left the show. So I guess you left the show and you joined the show. Yeah. This is my ghost speaking. <laughs> I got, I got to, let me see. Let me go ahead and get the notes ready for the show because, yeah, we, this my one, nephew, this one is. Story, so he might come in while we're talking. So I'm, if I mute it, that's hey. what's going on. That is fine. That is fine. Wait, why is it not letting me? It's not even letting me paste shit. Okay. Okay. I so copy- clearly this app definitely. Would you say? I copy what you sent me. Oh, see if it lets you change it because it didn't let me change it at all. Let me see. No, it's not going to let you change it because you didn't do it. I did. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, um. Let me get- Oh, I see. I see one up. I wish they had a change log. They do not have a change log for this app. So the most recent thing that it lets you do is it saves the video for the last 30 seconds. So basically what we just talked about, if you want to save that clip, you can save the last 30 seconds and then, you know, yeah. you can put it on your social media, something like that. So that's yeah. nice. Um, I wish I had a YouTube or a Twitch following because then I would go and do that. They need to figure out how to do it so you can stream to Instagram. And Twitter. If they can do that, that would be a lot, you know, really good thing. But I guess they haven't figured that shit out, you know, so far. Um, let me shout out the people who are in here. Uh, what's this? Roz Dez, Falaz, Falez, Jimbo666. I've seen that name before. So shout out to him for being in here as well. We're going to get started as soon as we change the title and we get into Twitter. Boom. Okay. All right. Here we are. So let me go ahead and share this shit to Twitter right now, because this show, ladies and gentlemen, will be a a, a different one. I will actually be sober for the entire episode. So good luck. Um, you make it alky. He is not an alky, y'all. I, I am not, but I will say that you know I'm a whole lot friendlier when I'm not, you know, drinking. So. Hopefully the trolls are, you know, nice to me as well. So let's hope that that's the case. Um, as I look right now, I, what, oh, wow. They changed the content. It says ends in four days. Okay. So as long as we can get 202 people to be in here, we might get $5,000 a piece. So <laughs> let, let's see if that will happen. We need 202 people. I don't know how in the hell it's possible. Um, because I don't even think 202 people actually use this app to be completely honest with you. I think a lot of that shit is bots. Um, because wasn't it one week it was like, okay, first place was like 1800, was like 1800 people. I was like, okay, so it went from 1800 to 202 
and it's a person in the leaderboard that I have no fucking clue who this person is. Um, host of Daily Beans and Mueller. Okay. Yeah. Doctor. Okay, so she runs a podcast. Okay, no big deal. No mm. big deal. We, we're going to get there. Um, sixth place is Miss Smitty. So she's been here a few times. Um, Miss- 87 people at once. Jesus Christ. One can wish. One, one could wish. What would be what they were talking about? Yo, I, I don't know what the... F- Here's the thing. Maybe it's because we don't care what they're talking about or we just don't know. Me, I don't care. Uh, because his, like when I go... And I told you when I go into those chats and shit like that, like I'll play the stream to initiate it. And I'm like, wait a minute. They, they've been on for like three seconds and they have, have like so many people. So I don't know if they just go on like YouTube streams and stuff. And they're like, hey, everybody right now, click the link. And then they click it and then it just falls off from there. Um, either way, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to hack this system. So... I'm going to have to call a friend of a friend of a friend so we can get 150, what is 100,000 listens consecutively? So we can, what, was, what do they give you for first place? I think they give you $100,000 if you have 100,000 listeners. Now, yeah, um, the, unless I can get the president or somebody else <laughs> to come on the stream all at once, it ain't happening. It, it's not Everybody happening. Everybody that watched the inauguration, please click this link. <laughs> exactly. Um. Anybody, anybody who is listening to us right now, this is not going to be the show about the inauguration at no. all. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm really sick of talking about it, hearing about it. And I actually turned the TV to Grand Theft Auto because I feel like this is the United States we live in anyway. So why not? Um, my wife told me I'm so negative. She, she Hello, wife. Just saying that this is supposed to be like a joyous occasion. I was like, if it was so joyous, it is hopeful. I hope. She says that she's if the inauguration is supposed to be positive, America is doomed. Like it's it's, no, because this this is shit that we're supposed to do. But again, this is not a political show. That's not our fault. Either way, this is not a pool. You know, you, you you hear her in the background, right? You know, she has her color commentary. Um, but for me personally, I I'm just I, right now. I really don't. Um, I, I wish for the best for America, but I mean, they ain't wished it for us for four years. So here we are. Here we are. Anyway, Shane. Anyway, we have. Let me go ahead and get the roll call going. H. What is this? AJM Mando Mango. Shout out to him. Mando Mango. Mango Mango Mango. <laughs> and Alexander, um, we're going to try to make sure that we put y'all in a very good mood. So if you are drinking, feel free to pour up right now. Um, if you are smoking or you have an edible, have fun with that. Um, definitely have fun with that. I feel bad. What'd you say? I said I could take one. Oh, see, I, I wish I could take one. Um, bad experience <laughs> the last time we took one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to retire the edibles. Um, we get to the show um i need to tell people about like the most recent updates so for me i've been trying to eat better drink better we'll drink less um and honestly be in better health i don't know what happened like i think it was like saturday um you and i recorded and i was like you know i was feeling fine i had a you know i had like two or three drinks and then the moment i laid down like i was having like heart palpitations and shit i was like what the fuck is this so you know, yeah, I have like a little thing that you can put around, you know, when you go to the hospital and stuff like that, they put it around your arm, like the heart rate monitor and stuff like that. And it was saying like the blood pressure was high. I was like 132. I was like, oh, that's not good. That's like borderline, like 
that's that's bad. So I was like, you know what, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut it out. What'd you say? What you been eating? Well, here's the thing, like I'm I'm never I'm not a real big eater, if that makes any sense. Like for me, I can eat like two, maybe two and a half meals a day and be straight. Um, I usually don't I'll snack periodically, but it's usually healthy stuff. So you know, I have like maybe like cheese and crackers for a snack, or you know, I'll have like avocado toast or something right. like that. But my my meals aren't big at all. Um, but I will say over the course of you, are, you know twenty twenty, yeah. Well, for twenty twenty, I've been eating a lot of bullshit. So I, I had this like infatuation with like Chick Fil A for like a couple weeks. I was like, you know what? I'll get a grilled chicken sandwich and I'll get you know like a small fry, a medium fry, something and like that. Rich y'all, and then, he said fillet for a couple of weeks. Listen, Chick Fil A one time will run you eighteen dollars. Yeah. Oh no, that's fucking five guys. That's why I stopped eating there. I retired that shit quickly. I, I, that's one thing I do not fuck with. I do not fuck with five guys. But, but I mean, I was, for me overall, I, I just five guys. Yeah, I just told myself I had to eat better. So you know, I started to. I went to the grocery store and I was like, you know what? I don't care how much I spend. I just want to be healthy. So I ended up going and spending like seventy bucks on like just shit that you know I have to eat in the next like two weeks or else it's going to expire. So I was like, okay. I'm going to get some chicken breast. I'm going to go get some, you know, some ground chicken so I can make like turkey tacos and stuff like that. Chicken tacos. Um, Just overall attempting to be a a more healthier individual for the baby, because, you know, the way I fell asleep on Saturday, that shit didn't feel good. I was like, yo, like, you know, I'm I'm praying when I went to sleep. I I just hope everything's all right, because, you know, I got to be here for her and I'm not trying to die or nothing like that. But at the same time, it was just really fucking scary. So. Sunday was when the uh, the alcohol withdrawal that I didn't know about that kicked in. Because mind you, we had drinks on what Wednesday night for the happy hour, and then um, we had the show. And then Thursday, I had a like a happy hour on Clubhouse, drunk again. Friday, I had two drinks, and then on Saturday, we had the show. So I was like, you know, bet I'll go and you know count how many drinks I had. Next thing you know, Shane, them heart palpitations, them shits hurt. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, my chest is yeah. tight. I thought I had COVID. Right down, and then, Greg. you know, find out. Yo, honestly, it ended up being heart palpitations and, you know, the fact that I need to slow down the drinking. So they tell you if you, you know, you drink too much, like, over the course of a period of time to not cut it cold turkey, not go and say, you know what, fuck it, I'm just not going to drink. You know, when people get drunk, they're like, you know what, I'm never drinking again. And then they try to go for like a month. Um, I can't do that. Um, Saturday was the last drink. Today is officially what? Wednesday. Um, Sunday was withdrawal Sunday for me. Like I felt like tingling in my hands and shit. I thought I had a heart attack and I didn't. Uh, Monday, you know, it was also hard to sleep. Like I was sweating in my sleep. So I was like, okay, I know that's a sign of what WebMD tells you. They're like, hey, you know, it's alcohol withdrawal, blah, blah, blah. So Tuesday, I felt a whole lot better. I was like, oh, well, okay, cool. Now this also could have been because I had that wake up call and I was like, you know, let me go exercise. So you know, I started with 30 minutes of exercise, just walking around the block with the baby. And it went from 30 minutes to like 45 minutes. And today we took our longest walk for like an hour. She absolutely hates the shit. She was asleep the entire time. Um, my wife, she was with me and the dog was with us. Um, the mistaken walking a dog for an hour is because they usually tap out after like 35 minutes. So I ended up having to put him underneath the stroller and push both of them. And it was all uphill on the way back. So I got my exercise in. I feel better. But I told myself, I was like, oh, like, you know, I got to cut out the drinking and I got to cut out, you know, just being lazy. So hopefully, you know, when I go back to work next week, things are a little bit easier because I have to sit for pretty much like six or seven days. They tell you, you know, if you're working from home to stand up every 45 minutes, 
that's better said than done though. Uh, because if you're doing the work that I type, you know, that I do, which is pretty much you're staring at a computer all day doing files and law work, you might get up for 45 minutes, but if you're in your house, you're like, all right, where am I going to go? Am I going to go to the living room? Am I going to go to the kitchen? Am I going to go take shit? Am I going to go for a walk? It's it's very difficult. So hopefully, you know, this plan that I have of every day for an hour just to walk around the block, get out, you know, with the baby, with the stroller, it helps. So, so far it's been doing that, but as of right now, no alcohol and it feels good. Okay. I'm back. That was a lot, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. You're probably not the drinking. I'm not a drinker. Yeah. I drink probably once a year and um, mm. the bottle of wine or whatever stays in my fridge all year until the next mm. event. Um, I'm not a smoker. I'm an eater. <laughs> so uh, what I've been doing, I've also been making a conscious choice to eat healthier and eat more veggies and shit because mm-hmm. I know I'm getting old because one, I like grapefruit juice now. I like eating grapefruits, which I thought was nasty as a child. I like drinking prune juice. I actually think it's tasty. And I took mm. my first laxative that tastes just like a Hershey's last week. And when I tell you, I was, mm. full, of, I was full of shit, honey. And I've, um, I think I'm on like my 42nd salad since the year started. Mm. And um, that is hard because, you know, when you buy salad, you have to eat it quickly or it's going to go bad and waste your money. Yep. So yep. the whole top of my fridge is just like spinach, salad, fruits, um, big grapefruits, and um, like peaches. And then top of my freezer is just like smoothie shit. So I've been doing mm-hmm. that. I've been working out every morning. I'm trying to get myself on some type of sleeping uh, schedule. But that shit is hard mm-hmm. as fuck because, you know, I'm in here creating all the fucking time. Like you create mm-hmm. content like crazy and you'll record mm-hmm. with me, you'll record with other people. But when I tell you when mm-hmm. we get off of this, you know me. You know me. Mm-hmm. I'm a Greg. Yep. I'm a I'm a email this, I'm gonna break it down, I'm gonna put it in the folder, and I'm gonna get it out. And that's exactly what I do. Yep. And then I'll record like two shows. And then I don't want those mm-hmm. two shows to fit, so I'll edit it and I'll break it down. And then I turn around and it's motherfucking five AM. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like Anya, she gets up at seven for school. She be like, Can you make me some breakfast? I'm just like, Cool, I'll get these waffles. She's like, Yes, I would like waffles, bacon, eggs. I'm just like, Girl. So then I just end up being <laughs> up and trying to hope for a nap, possibly. And um, yeah. that shit has just been killing me. Like last night, I went to bed at like 9 30. I was so mm-hmm. fucking. And then I woke up this morning at 4.44 a.m. I said, that looks like a motherfucking sign. So I started, like, editing and stuff, and I was just upset. Mm-hmm. So I am here. We are going to get better, whatever this thing is. Yeah. Um, my stomach is um, getting tighter, and uh, my boobs still have milk in them, and I don't know why. And we are here. Uh-oh. Yes, indeed. Um <laughs> I just want to say to anybody who was listening, shout out to y'all for actually, you know, sticking around for us talking about health, even though, you know, this actually it ties into the docket, which everybody can see on stereo, which is physical attraction or mental attraction. Um, 
obviously your physical health means a lot when it comes to physical attraction. So I guess that's where it kind of ties in. Um, I just hope that everybody is trying to be healthy. Uh, more importantly, like set the goals that you want to have. Don't set the one for January one, like everybody else does when they're like, you know what, January 1st, I told myself I was going to do all this. I'm going to have a vision board. I'm going to have all these like declarations of shit that I'm going to do. And then here it is on like the 20th of January and you're sitting there like, well, fuck, um, a lot of things I said I was going to do a weekend, I canceled them. Um, go day by day. Um, that was my personal problem. Like when you started talking about like the things you have in your fridge, I'm one of those type of people where I go on a health kick and I buy every fucking thing. I go to the store and I'm like, yo, I, I shop the perimeter because, you know, Google tells you shop the perimeter for all the healthy stuff. So I'm like, yeah. okay, no dairy stuff. I'm just going to get all the healthy shit. I'm going to get the salads. I get two iceberg things of lettuce and I go get the avocados. I get the healthy bread. What'd you say? Both lettuce get spinach. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. I would go get spinach, but the grocery store that's near me is Safeway. And uh, I'd rather eat Costco spinach. But yeah. my I have a problem wherever I go. I can go to Costco and I'll go get spinach, but it's like a eight pound bag of spinach and it expires in like three days. So Listen. if I don't cook it all, okay. No, like I'm agreeing with you. And this is why we find out why our moms going to the grocery store was an all day fucking event because the farmer's market mm-hmm. doesn't have shit that the regular supermarket has. The regular supermarket doesn't have the fish and the fresh meat that the farmer's market has. And you're shopping yep. for the price because you don't have unlimited money for groceries. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't understand that. Um, I tell people that will listen. Uh, my grandmother taught me this. Um, and it's not for everybody. If you're rich, I wouldn't, you know, I want to say rich, meaning like if you're just like made of money, don't do it and just do it, you know, take it from the less fortunate or people who actually deserve it or need it. Uh, but go to your local church, go and they usually have boxes. So they give you boxes of like fresh uh, vegetables and, you know, some canned goods and things like that. When the pandemic first started, uh, my wife and I were like, oh, we can go to the grocery store and things like that. But everything was out. And luckily, our local church had, you know, boxes they were giving out. And my grandmother goes and her neighbor who, you know, goes with her. She didn't go that week. So my grandmother's like, you know, she didn't want it. So, you know, you guys can have it. And I was like, wait, like there's actually organizations that will go and like give you healthy food and food that, you know, I don't want to say it's like less desirable, but things that you honestly wouldn't think that you can cook a meal with because there's so many ways and variants you can use, you know, spinach and asparagus and stuff like that. Stuff that I absolutely hate eating by itself. But if I eat it, you know, in a you know meal with grilled chicken or something like that, it tastes delicious. Um, and recently, like I told you about the things I've been eating with the grilled chicken breast and stuff like that. You could put anything with chicken breast and it tastes good. Um, red meat, not so much. Definitely not red meat. Um, I've learned that red meat is one of those things where it only goes with a starch. Um, and I'm sure somebody will say, oh, well, there's vegetables that go with too. It is, but it, you still it doesn't need a starch. mix. Yeah, you have to have a starch with the meat. And I'm trying to eliminate the the need for carbs. Um, also, there's an app that I wanted to tell you about. So this this app called Zero. It's an intermittent fasting app where pretty much you tell your app every day, like, you know what, this is when I stopped eating. And it'll say, hey, this is the next time you want to eat, depending on whoever does intermittent fasting. I'm learning this as I go. Um, I've tried everything from keto to fucking uh, Herbalife and shit like that. None of that stuff works. I want to eat when I want to eat. But at the same time, I know my body should not be eating at nine o'clock at night, at 10 o'clock at night, even a snack. So I taught myself to, you know, have a cup of water at bed or, you know, even just like, you know, a jug of water 
at the, you know, at the side of my bed. So if I do get hungry or if I have a craving, just grab the water and drink that shit. And honestly, it works. You'd be like, damn, I really want, you know, a piece of candy. Hey, I want, you know, some chips. If you drink water, all that, for some unknown reason, all that craving for food just goes away. Um, if you don't like water, oh, go ahead. You fill yourself up with water. But what I used to do in college is mm. I used to be hungry at night and there was nowhere to go to get anything. Mm. And I would purposely watch the food channel and imagine me eating the food and feel full in my mind. Mm. Just- <laughs> yeah, see, now that, that I wish I did. That I wish I did. Um, but I mean, if anybody has any suggestions, man, I really appreciate like any like, you know, motivation, help. When it comes to like what stories do you have when it comes to eating and getting healthier and the things that you want to do, because I mean, everybody has their story, you know, people, you know, go through a weight loss, you know, or they just honestly, they just want to feel better. And I want to hear from them. So hopefully I'm seeing we got some voicemails. I don't know if you want to play them and then we can get into the actual show, but it's up to you. Yeah, Greg, that explains it. Then heart palpitations and um, high like blood pressure. Sounds like diabetes. You need to get that checked out. Mm. See? And that's the thing. My father has type 2. So it's one of those things. I went and scheduled an appointment for Friday. And I was like, that definitely sounds... Because my wife has type 1. My father has type 2. And it's one of those things that's it's hereditary. And I was like, let me just go ahead and just make sure that I'm good and I'm safe. So Friday, I will have my appointment just to make sure. Because I... I don't want anything to happen and I want to be as safe as possible because I want to be here until my kid turns 80, if that makes any sense. So, you know, what else we got in the voicemails? When it comes to physical attraction and mental attraction, I believe that people that are single that want to live a single life for however long will choose physical attraction and mental attraction are for people that are looking for a long-term relationship or are in a long-term relationship. That's what I think. That's interesting. Mm. I never thought of it like that. Mm, me either. But it makes sense. Yeah, it does. I'm going to play the other one. Yeah, no bullshit, because it's a spot I'm out here in L.A., and it's a spot uh, called South L.A., and they sell... They sell actually they whole foods, vegetables, fruits, you know, to the inner city community. And they've been giving out boxes on the daily. So y'all go check them out, man, on Vernon and Western in Los Angeles, man. Uh, South L.A. Yes, Thanks a lot. Hey, Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. And that, that see, like that right there, I would have never known. So shout out to the listeners who actually come in, you know, with the comments. I'm definitely going to check for that diabetes, too. So shout out to, you know, the guy previously before that. But like you would never think all these places give away like free food, so we don't have to go to a five three months. A lot of places been throwing out fresh. A lot of places been throwing out fresh fruit and um, produce Mm -hmm. for the past three months. Um, A lot of farmers they cut off um, during this whole lockdown. They cut off them. Um, distributing to their regular distribution places and you'll see fields and fields of like wasted produce and they want people to come pick it up because there's nothing that they can do and by law they were not allowed to go to the places they were supposed to go to in order to get Mm -hmm. rid of it so for profit so there's something going on and then now you have um, Bill Gates that 
collectors bought, bought mo- most of the North farmland. And then you have to think, mm-hmm. what is he going to do? And what he's going to do is figure out a way to control the food that we eat, we grow, mm-hmm. and figure out a way to control the population for the life expectancy of someone that consumes this food. So it's about to get exactly. really here. And um big shit when you put people in power. Yeah. Um and I mean I'm I'm no conspiracy theorist. I was listening to the same situation that happened last night. Someone was bringing up, you know, Bill Gates and the whole the buying the land situation. And someone brought up the fact that our, you know, the generations that are including ourselves. So every generation, it seems like the people get shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. And me, I, I am a short individual. And they were saying, is it because of the GMOs and everything that, you know, we're putting in our bodies because of the things that are put in the farm? So, you know, maybe like 10 years ago when everybody was talking about everything is farm raised and everything is, you know, GMO, uh, was it GMO friendly or GMO free? And as a result, people started having more and more health problems. And, you know, these conditions that, you know, nobody ever knew about or didn't know enough about, they started to spring up. And then you start seeing corporations and organizations and, you know, people like Bill Gates buying up more and more land and, you know, taking away actual farmers and the work that they can do. As a result, you're getting less healthier food. Right. Which is, I mean, it's nuts, man. Um, I don't know, like, for me, I'll look at, like, an app like my fitness pal and it's actually mm-hmm. encouraged me to see like how much shit is in our food like the sodium and um what, what is that um, you would think soup is a healthy thing but then you have to look mm-hmm. for the uh vegan soup on the shelf that doesn't use all that sodium and different fillers even when it goes to like your kid's cereal it's nothing but sugar mm-hmm. Why did you make a Sour Patch Kids cereal? Why did you yep. make a, a cereal out of Chips Ahoy cookies? Why are you mm-hmm. making all this shit? Why are all these chemicals in this cereal? So I have to make it a point to go to the healthy little four aisles and find something that they would possibly want to eat. My favorite cereal is Life, the cinnamon version. So I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. If, and once a month, I'll buy Frosted Flakes. But at the same time, I, my, I don't have a whole closet full of cereal and all this sweet shit. They have one day during the week that they can have candy at Friday. If it ain't <clears throat> Friday, you ain't having candy. I'm not buying candy and I don't give them candy. And And I think parenting and taking care of yourself, you have to make a conscious effort to notice those things and not get those things. Even for me as an adult, Mm -hmm. yes, I have the money. Yes, I'm an adult. I can make my own choices, but I make a choice not to buy certain shit that I know I don't have the discipline to not touch if it's in the house and I don't buy it. And then I'm in here at like 12 a.m. and I'm just like, what the fuck? I want to snack on something, but all I got is celery sticks in my fridge or bananas or pomegranates, mm-hmm. or a popsicle that's actually made out of fruit. So it's all about having discipline enough to limit the shit that you don't need. Mm. And that right there is a perfect segue into what everybody's about to hear tonight about physical attraction, 
and mental attraction. We know things are, you know, sometimes physical, sometimes things are mental. Um, and this, we'll try to like make sure it's not all relationship based because I mean, obviously we just talked about physical attraction in the form of us eating healthy. So that's uh, a method, but I wanted you to, you know, do your thing and open the show. So go for it. Hey guys, welcome to Loud Mouth Stereo. My name is Sheehan from She Gets a Podcast and Cozy Room Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. And uh, this is Live Mouth Stereo, where we come in here and we give you content and we interact with you. We ask your opinions. We want you to share the show. We want you to clap it up. If you come in the room and you're new, please state your name and, and just comment on the topic. If you have something to share, something to say, say it. Tonight we are discussing physical attraction or mental attraction. And we're not saying that you can't have both. We're just saying for you and you approach something or someone or just friends in general, what is it that catches your eye or your mind first and why? And if you've never thought about it, we're asking you tonight for these few hours to think about it and comment on it. I have a lot to say on both ends for physical attraction and mental attraction because for me I change it into physical connection or mental connection because Mm -hmm. and most times physical attraction aka connection is temporary solely especially when you're thinking about looks is temporary second physical attraction doesn't lie so if you are automatically naturally aroused by a person or how something looks or you see a car and you just know like no I don't want to see anything else I want that one that's not going to die nobody's going to come in and change that it just is what it is and you have to be able to understand that you can't settle for something other than what you initially want, because you'll always come back to it. And then if you're settling for something else and somebody thinks you're happy with something else and it could be a person, then you're going to come back to this person that you knew you should have made the choice for first. So physical connection or attraction can be a tricky thing. So you already did my question for you. My first question for you, uh, but I guess we can leave it for the listeners. Um, That was, What's the difference between the two to you? Um, so anybody who's in here, what do you think is the difference between physical attraction and mental attraction or non-physical connection, whatever you want to call it? Um, the reason I wanted to ask that is because obviously everybody thinks differently. Everybody feels differently. Um, I guess I can say personally, the difference for me, um, it's more of a similarity, but it's definitely different. Um, for me, starting with mental, um, the physical comes from being mentally attracted. So I know I personally, I can't be like physically attracted to someone um, in the space of just like wanting to be with them in like relationship aspects without being mentally attracted first. Like I'm thinking about them. I'm like, oh, well, I, I wonder why. It's like, oh yeah, you're beautiful, but like what else is there about you? So to me, that's the mental attraction that I have to have. It doesn't always happen because, yes, I mean, I'm a glutton, you know, I, I'm a glutton for punishment. I hate looking at Instagram because there's big ass titties everywhere. And it's <laughs> nice to look at. But the thing is, uh, 
the difference for me though, and I'm sure it is with a lot of guys, like we can see things and if we see too much of it, we no longer want that shit. Um, and that might extend into relationships. Um, when guys, you know, you might hear the thing of, you know, did he get bored? Did he get tired? Did he want something new? Like, no, he didn't want something new. He just look. he wants to look at something different. Like, you know, for a fact, if you ate like how I was talking about earlier, eating healthy and you just eat chicken breast for fucking 14 days, day 15, like, you know what? Like I have to switch this up because it's starting to be a, you know, it's having too much continuity and you don't want that anymore. And you don't want to go and like cheat on chicken. You know, you love chicken. And if you could ever have it a different way, then yeah. Wait a minute. But, when you, you know, saved it, you are not speaking about black men and fried chicken because they never say no. They, they never say no, but the issue is like, you wouldn't eat the same fried chicken from the same place seven days in a row. Like me personally, like if I have fried chicken at home, it's going to taste one way, but if I have it at Popeye's, it's going to taste another way. So yeah, I'm, you know, if I have leftovers, that's cool. But by day three or four of leftovers, you know, you know, you no longer want that shit. Um, so for me, when it came to the whole mental and the physical thing as a guy, this is just me personally, not to every guy in the world, not every guy in the stereo chat or any guy listening to the podcast, me personally, um, you know, to me, Physical attraction is important in a relationship as far as like intimacy and it differentiates a relationship and a friendship. Um, like for me, I've been around women that are very attractive, uh, but after interacting with them, uh, having like conversations, chit chat and stuff like that, the more I learn their personality, either I'm more or less attracted and connected to them. So for me, that's what I mean by like physical attraction versus mental attraction. Um, like, Shan, have you ever been in a situation where you absolutely liked a guy and the moment he opened his mouth and started sharing his actual thoughts, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, everything just went down to shitter at that point. And I said shitter again. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but it, that's, that's what I mean. Like, everybody has been in a situation where, you know, they've been physically attracted to somebody until they open their mouth. But mm-hmm. have you ever been in a situation where it's reversed? Like, you've talked to this person and the more you talk to this person, um, your attraction to them, you know, mentally actually makes them look better overall. Yes. But long-term, that does out. not last. <laughs> long-term, that does not you last. It, yes, it has happened. Okay. Okay, I, I, I think we've got a voicemail. You might just go ahead and play it because somebody's being controversial already. <laughs> Personally, I need both physical and mental attraction. That's right. She needs to attract me physically or else, you know, the wandering eye. But she needs to stimulate me intellectually as well or else I'll get bored quickly. That's a fact. That's, yeah. I like that. Shout out to him. What was his name? Um, Nomadic no, Thinker. Absolutely. Shout out to him. Dang, man. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it that way. That, that's actually a really good perspective. Um, for mental, uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, for mental, like, um, it's like a feeling of being at home and belonging as you grow along um, with a person, and you're intrigued by a person constantly because once you know knowledge, you can't unknow it. Once you've been naive, and now somebody gave you the wisdom, you can't force yourself to only know what you knew before you're constantly seeing it and hearing it for what you recently taken in but you can also go AWOL by always imagining everything and especially if it's not real 
and you can get stuck off a hype. Like you can fall in love or get stuck on the potential of you possibly having this house that you've been checking on. But what you haven't been checking on is your credit. And if you can afford a loan on this house, but you've been checking on it. So you might hype yourself up for nothing. Same thing with people. You might hype yourself up for nothing. If if you have this potential idea of what you and this person can be like in a relationship, but they don't believe in themselves and they don't see it, there's nothing that you can do to make them see it or want it if they don't want it. So sometimes I exactly. think people psych themselves out mentally about the idea of someone or the idea of something and they might not achieve it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear from these listeners, man. Not, not right now because I know, we, you know we're working on things, but it just is really weird because when I saw that, um, that room that we were talking about where I got this idea from for this talk, it was like everybody that was actually in the room, yeah. they just they stuck with the physical aspect of it. They didn't care for the most part about the mental. They said the mental, I think one woman, one woman said that the mental will actually start to grow the more that they are with the person. And I didn't get what she was saying until she kind of like expound on it. She said, if I'm physically attracted to you, um, yes, initially that's all I care about. But the more I can look at you, the more I can be around you, I'll learn more as I go. But I was like, do you want to wait that long? Listen, and how long would you have to wait? Because when you initially meet somebody and you, you both are strangers at the first the first glance and the first time you speak, you're still putting up a front for at least three months of knowing that person. And then after that, then yeah. the, the real you starts to unravel. Yeah, which was crazy because like she was saying things I had, you know me, I'll take my notes every you know, every chance I get. So she said something that it didn't rub me the wrong way. I was just very confused about it. So hopefully somebody can, you know, in the comments say something or kind of expound on it. So she said, attraction to appearance first. Um, you can fairly, you can tell fairly quickly if the mental attraction is there or not. Um, I personally, as a 33 year old man, I've never been in a position where like I can just see from someone's appearance if the like if the mental attraction is there, I've never been in that position before where I, I can see somebody and say they're absolutely beautiful, they're absolutely gorgeous, or not even in a relationship aspect. That person that I work with, I can see them and say, you know what, they are intellectually smart. They are like mentally like there just because I looked at them. I've never had that happen. Me neither. And I don't like. I don't like, like my smart. My smart that I'm attracted to. I don't need you to be it a dick about it. I don't need you to be on this ego streak. Um, I just need you to be very observant, quiet, and you speak when you need to. You say what you need to say when you need to. And then I like it to be unexpected. Like, yeah, you look like this or you look like you should be only into this, but I would never think that you read that book or I would never think that you knew anything about this history or this language and just keep your mm-hmm. your knowledge kind of corner pocket and then just punch people in the face with it that's what i like yeah um um one one other comment and we'll go to the actual like the voicemails um one of the other comments that was left was a guy said that he saw a pattern of women or ladies saying uh that they prefer mental before physical um, and then the guys in the room were actually saying the opposite. So pretty much it depends on how you ask. So to rephrase it, he was saying that women focus more on the mental attraction while men 
focus more so on the physical attraction. Um, I, I didn't know how I felt because, you know, I was half and half with it. I was like, yeah, we, we do like initially want to look at you. And obviously as men, we are attracted to you. But mm-hmm. I mean, the mental is there as well. Like you can be like a cute dummy, um, so to speak. We, we've seen that often. They have movies where there's that person that's in that role. And it's like, well, you know, and it's both men and women alike. They're like, oh, well, they're so attractive. They're super hot. And then they're like dumb as a brick. And you're like, oh, well, that that's just the character that they're playing. But do you want to be with somebody who you just see them for the looks and hope that the mental attraction grows? And if the mental attraction grows, does it just make you like fall down to their level? Or are they actually reaching your level by being around you? Mm, that's a good question. But it goes back to what we discussed last show, where we were saying mm-hmm. when a man sees a woman and he knows that he doesn't want her as a wife or a girlfriend, he'll still try to fit her into what exception he would use her for. It might be mm-hmm. just getting head. It might be just pulling up at you know 11 p.m. at night and leaving out before the sun come up. But he always makes a space for her, even though he doesn't want her completely as that whole woman that he feels like he potentially wants. He finds a way to use her. Women sometimes do the same thing. Women will completely diss a man, not go on date in public with a man, not tell anybody that, you know, they talk to this man. But as soon as, like, 12 midnight hit and they get that text you up there's like you could come and they come over and they, mm-hmm. they do whatever and they leave and they hide it men and women do the same thing and when it comes to physical attraction or mental attraction it works both ways some women know that males be dumb they're not gonna do anything this whole you know thing that of liking each other is gonna be short-lived let me just get my nuts off or let me just get my lunch from him or let me just get, you know, the illusion that somebody's into me until I'm into somebody else. And they use each other. And I wish people mm. just be. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, we, we got uh, we got a lot of voicemails already. So, you know, shout out to you for actually leaving these voicemails, you know, keep them coming because we got more questions than we got answers for you guys. So hopefully you can help us and we can help you and we'll go from there. So I guess if you want to hit that button. It's a motherfucking money. Oh. Sir, we can't hear nothing but static. I would say about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago, I was working at this spot. A lot of beautiful, you know, I'm, I'm a lesbian, so there's a lot of beautiful girls that work there and whatnot. And I was physically attracted to like pretty much all the girls there. Um, a lot of them was just, you know, my type. Um, but it was this one particular girl. She was very beautiful, but I just wasn't physically attracted to her. In that particular way. Very beautiful. I add, like, probably one of the top beautifulest girls there. But, um, I think one day we had just started hanging out after work. You know, I bartended there, so, like, a lot of times we'll hang out after work. So, um, I had just started hanging out with her after work, and she had, like, the best conversation. And I just started, like, in my brain, I was just like, I think I'm starting to like her. Like, it was the craziest thing. 
No, that was your brain trying yeah, to like convince. But to, thank you for that um, comment. I can understand that. Um, some people like their people with a little bit of ugly in them. Okay? Yeah. And I'm not saying like, oh my God, look at it ugly. Like, a little bit of like, ooh, you looking rough today. But I, for me, mm-hmm. I like my men with the potential of being fine as fuck. But that's my little secret mm-hmm. on how to be fine as fuck. But mentally <laughs> and emotionally, I'm not telling him exactly how he could be fine as fuck because then he's going to become a problem. And the problem is going to be every day I'm going to have to be holding my hand behind my back ready to slap a woman coming out of pocket because she can't believe what's in front of her. I like my men mm. to have the potential of being fine, fine and might have like great days of what they put on, getting a fresh haircut, but they're not a pretty boy and they don't know that they could be fine, fine. Like I like them with a little bit of, oh my God, your mom should have rubbed your head out as a baby. It's kind of pointy on top. Or, you know, your eyes look <laughs> a little, you know, slanted or whatever. But just a little tweak of ugly. That's what I like because when we get into an argument, and you start talking spicy and out the side of your neck, I need some clap back. And the clap back is going to be the shit that's not so right. So I could take you. Mm-hmm. And if you fine, fine, and I can't check you, or you fine, fine, and you taking longer than me to get ready, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just to go with what uh, she said, I want to say her name was Convo. Um, I, I want to say all of us have been in that situation where we, we didn't really like that person um, when it came to looks. But, you know, maybe over a couple drinks or honestly, when they open their mouth, you're like, you know what? I, I can tolerate this. Like, th- this should be fine. But is that somebody that you actually want to be with? And, you know, you can be attracted to them. But do you want to be with them, so to speak? Like, yeah, you know, after six o'clock for happy hour. Yeah, we can hit, you know, we can kick it, stuff like that. But do you actually see yourself being with that person? And it's not just physical, but it's definitely mental as well. Because me personally, I've talked to people who were like to me a model not a model to the rest of the world I'm like oh she's just absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful and how in the hell can i like why am i with her and why is she with me right mm-hmm. and the, the reason why i was with her is because like honestly like it, it was just a catch for the moment and i was only with them for the physical aspect of it uh there was one girl i know for a fact that you know i won't say she was dumb because you're gonna hear this and you're like well you called me dumb i'm sorry I, i'm never gonna call you dumb but um i, I couldn't take her anywhere it was like she just she just was set in a box her entire life. And then if you try to take her out of that, like it was just bad. It was all bad. Um she had no conversational skills. Um I think That's I told you about the one with the salad fork and a f- Yeah. And like you would bring people if I can't bring you around my friends and you be who you are, then you know, I, I can't fuck with you. And now I see her on Clubhouse and she's just like this like intellectual. I'm like, yo, I know you're not an intellectual. You don't like <laughs> you are you. You, you are not the person that you portray yourself to be. And, you know, I want to say, what is that word called? She's like perpetrating and stuff like that. So yeah. I thought about it and I was like, oh, she actually is a poser. She's a perpetrator. And the reason why is because when I was talking to her, it was more so she didn't know that legal seafood sold more than just fish. Um, she didn't know certain things like, you know, she was like, she didn't know like black and mouths, you know, weed, marijuana. She thought that you could just like stuff like weed in a black. And I'm like, 
you realize there's certain things you have to do differently when you do that, right? So all in all saying that though, um, for me, I've been in a case where I've talked to somebody who's absolutely physically attractive, but they were, I won't say mentally unattractive. They were just like, nobody I would do anything with other than the physical, so to speak. So yeah. Um, so convo, I hope that that wasn't a situation for you where, you know, you started to like that person because you hung out with them a few times and mm-hmm. you know, it was just that, well, honestly, I just want to hear a little bit more from convo. Cause who knows? She might say that person ended up being the smartest person in the world and they were attractive. I just, you know, she, she just didn't take a chance on them. So and sometimes you, the longer you're with somebody that you just find mentally interesting and not physically attractive, you start to mentally convince yourself that you can look past it and you won't be mm-hmm. able to turn because it'll always pop up and remind you. Ah, looks like mm-hmm. bubble sparks in here. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Oh, boy. Listen, oh, boy. I'm going to play the next one. And I've always been one to just like, I really would try and uh, just like people for their minds, but I've always been the type to go towards what I'm physically attracted towards first. But for the first time in my life, like I, I began to like be attracted to someone based upon their conversation and personality. And uh, it didn't hurt that she was beautiful as well, but I just was never attracted to her in that way. So, um, I just thought it was, you know, very, uh, I don't know. I think maybe I'm kind of like maturing out of that stage where I'm just attracted to people, uh, based upon their looks or their you know, attractiveness. That's healthy. That's called healthy with the, with the yeah. two Fs. Um, mm. you ever seen somebody so fine and so like attractive and you just know everybody would want to. But you know what that comes with, and you know that you don't want to deal with that headache. Mm-hmm. Listen, yep. they do. Yeah, <laughs> yep. there are a lot. There are a lot of people who get away with their looks, and there are just as many people who get away with their smarts. Um, a lot of people don't want to just be with somebody because they look good. I, I've met people who say that they need, um, you know, the intellectual stimulation in order to be physically attracted to somebody. I've heard these things. It confused me. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were talking about the fact that they have to be in a room, like with a peer, meaning like they have to be the smartest person in the room. Just by chance, they're in the room with the smartest person in the room. And it makes them feel better because they're stimulated by them. If that person just entertains them intellectually, that's what attracts them the most. And I never thought that that was possible. I always thought like, you you know, you do the physical thing first. I'm attracted to you. You're attracted to me. And yes, you know, we have some things in common and we go from there. But there are some people out here who honestly, they need that. Uh, I guess you want to call it the emotional connection and that intellectual stimulation in order to become like, I guess, attracted to people. Um, I, I'm not one of those type of individuals, but I would love to hear from somebody who does do that, where the only way that they're attracted to somebody is not their looks, but their brains. And, you know, that's initial, not like three or four months down the line. Like, hey, you know, I like this person. They like me back. And then, you know, I learned, you know, that they took the SATs and got a perfect score and shit like that. Like, initially, mm-hmm. did you just say, you know what? They sound smart. And it just happens that they they also look decent. They are my type. And then 
the physical aspect of it, the six packs and the the nice boobs and the body types and stuff like that, all that falls in line after the fact. If somebody can tell us a story, man, I, I want to listen. I'm for it. Tell me a story. And also, this is another question that I have. Has anyone noticed or dealt with someone who picks friends, and this is more so on the woman's side than it's on the men, picks friends that are only pretty? So mm-hmm. in order as a woman to be another woman's friend, you have to be pretty or else she won't acknowledge you. She won't. She'll talk to you different or she'll treat you different. Um, because those petty women do exist and some women, some girls pick girls that are not prettier than them so they can feel like the best in the group. And that's petty. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some petty males that do this, but have you ever peeped somebody that cannot tolerate or cannot handle someone else being uh, wanted more, liked more, or just physically more attractive than they are in a group of friends because that does happen. And then you'll like see all the these petty problems stem from that fact, but they don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can tell you a quick story, um, and it'll be very quick. So basically, like we had a friend. Um, I'll tell you about him in post, but basically. Um, he just he had this thing where if he didn't get a number that night or if he didn't quote unquote like uh-huh. somebody, then he, he had a bad night. So all of us could go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. And he just, the only way he closed his nights in a positive manner was if like he approached a girl and he got a phone number or he was interacting with another, you know, the opposite sex. And for mm-hmm. us, it's like, yo, like we came out to hang out as boys. We're just we're just there for this. And we're all like we're fairly attractive men. It's just one of those things where he just he had to be the hierarchy. So we would go and, you know, just dress down. We would have like Jordans and sneakers and shit. And this person would come out like to the nines. It's like y- you realize we're just going to like the dive bar down the street. We're not going to like a cabaret. Right. And yeah. his issue was always the fact that he had to be the looker in the room and he had to talk to everybody in the room and we let him do it. And the nights that were good, they were definitely good. He's like, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I talked to this girl and she has friends too. So why don't we all talk to them? And it's like, that was fine. Those nights, but boy, those nights where, you know, he couldn't close, man, you would think the world would end. He's like, man, like bitches ain't shit. And you know, these women here are born. Let's go to another place. Let's go here. I'm like, right. Yo, we've been to fourth. We've been to four different places. It's ba- it's a bad night. Like everybody's been in that situation where you go out with the intent of hunting. You're like, you know what? I want to be around some, you know, some attractive men. I want to be around some beautiful women. And you do this, and the first place that you go, it might not be that great. You're like, you know, you know what? This is whack. Let's go somewhere else. But with him, it would always be like four or five places. And then on place number five, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just call it a night, and he start texting somebody else, and it's like. Oh, so you, or, now you want to go? Like, man, let's go because this place ain't shit, or they ain't yeah. got enough bitches. No, they don't have enough bitches that want your ass, and that's the problem. And, and, and that's the thing that right there. Um, there's always that person that is physically attractive, and you know, women see that. But the issue is, it's not you physically. Your behavior, like when you mm-hmm. know you cute and you just acting like a complete asshole about yes. it like you out here and you're speaking to people all types of ways and you're doing this and you're doing that and it's like oh your energy's off man just ugh. yeah i'm gonna play this other one and to be real i i'm 
kind of glad that I'm in this space now where I'm no longer really attracted to people based upon their looks. I'm actually a little bit more annoyed. Um, I don't even think, well, I'm annoyed with people that over-exude their attractiveness. And I see it, like, so much on Instagram, like, all of this public self-affirmations that they want the world to know. Oh, I'm so fucking beautiful. I'm bad as fuck. I'm fine as hell. Like, okay, we get it. You're fucking fine. We get it. You look good. But what else is there to you? Like, what is your mind like? What do you think about certain things? Like, that, to me, is more important now. Now is... And I, like I said, I feel like it's something I had to grow out of that I had to mature into. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to touch on this really quick. Um, when it comes to people like that, those are the ones I follow on Instagram. And, you know, I pick and choose my days. Some days I'm like, yo, like this is damn, she looks good. And then there's some days I'm like, yo, like how many uh, like this is your 18th photo today. Um, and you just, po- you just post, God damn, like put some clothes on or, you know, just go outside. Like this is one girl. I, I'm not going to say her name. Cause I'm not want to like hype her up more than what she is. But mm-hmm. one of my boys mentioned it to me. He was like, Greg, you notice like all of her photos are in her house, in her living room. And he was like, yo, she doesn't go anywhere. And I was like, what do you mean? She doesn't go anywhere. He was like, she's so attractive probably and this is how he phrased it. he was like she's probably so attractive that if she goes out she's already going to be recognized that she's going to be hit on by men that's why she just does all of her interacting on social media and i was like yo i've never thought of that like do a lot of people just have these personalities and they're so attractive that their only way of having those like self-affirmations like she had mentioned was through social media like instagram and all these other like social platforms to the point where they can't go outside because if they have to interact with somebody Nobody's going to care because it's more to your looks at that point. You have to actually have a conversation and speak to people. Yeah, um, especially with this lockdown, you really can't judge how someone is going to be in public. But most of the time, the people that are the loudest on social media are very reserved Mm -hmm. and in public. They probably really don't go out like that. They probably don't like Mm -hmm. people. Sometimes people are two different people than they are on social media. For me, the same person that I give you on these shows, the same person that I give you on social media is me. On my pages, mm-hmm. I have several pages. I focus it on what that page is for. She gets it is for the show. So you'll see more of the show, the content, the merch, and probably like every 10 pictures, one of my pictures. And after a while, I do scroll down and I delete my pictures off of there because I don't want people coming on there for me. Somebody came on Mm -hmm. there today, commented under a video for my birthday from last year, which tells you how far Mm -hmm. they just spoke. It was where Mm -hmm. my sports bra on and they said, check your DM. They said, check your DM. I checked my DM and it says, Hey, I'm in Atlanta. What's up? And I haven't responded yet because I wanted I want to be like, okay, do you be nice about this? Do you just answer this point blank? Because I don't care where you are. I'm not going mm-hmm. nowhere. I don't want to meet nobody. And I'm not trying to meet anybody on here for that. Did you come on here for the show? Or no. did you come here because you saw another millionth woman in her bra? Yep. So, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that is exactly what 
I, I, I just I don't get it, man. Like, you know, I, I feel for you. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I just feel for you and other women <laughs> who have to deal with that. Me personally, I haven't been in the position to just, you know, jump in DMs being a married man, mainly because I don't want to get screenshot and I, I don't want to get killed by my wife. So that, you know, there's just that. Uh, but there are some people who just honestly, they will unload the clip with everybody. They'll shoot their shot with everybody. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll say this. This is a perfect example. Um, you and I last week, we talked about this in like, you know, our messages. The girl from Twitter who, you know, she went viral. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my head, I was like, it's only going to be a matter of time before she put her foot in her mouth and she say something stupid. And not only did she say something stupid, um, now she's been doing things for what people would call clout. But to me, it's like it's not even clout. There's clout and there's attention. She's doing shit for attention at this point. Um, She posted a photo of her like laying down and there was a guy in her lap. And then she goes and she says she was like, I bet you he doesn't know that, you know, he's laying next to where another dude like nut in her or something. Right. And I was like, like, who says this shit? Like. This mm-hmm. there's a way to snitch on yourself without snitching on yourself. She pretty much said that like she's going raw with two different dudes. And what actually upset me was the fact that Shannon and I both, like four days before, we were mm-hmm. like talking to her and we were saying, you know, because she was talking about how one some guy didn't want her to have a baby when she was pregnant, right. blah, 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 blah. Oh, she was crying. Yo, she was like in tears. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, so you said this and you went viral on TikTok and now you're talking about two dudes and nothing. Mm-hmm. That is, I'm like, that's the behavior right there. Like, yes, you're physically attractive, but mentally, like, that shit's not there for you. <laughs> like, at some point, you have to know when to shut up. And she this just didn't know when to shut up. Sometimes it's a drug for people. Yeah, and th- that's what it was for her. So what she had to do was she ended up deactivating her Twitter page as a publicity stunt so she deactivated and then she reactivated and she's telling everybody she was like well you know i just wanted to see you know but i was like why why are you doing this it doesn't make any sense yeah anyway you know what when it, when it comes to shit like that yes you can be physically attractive but mentally just you're not checking the box you're not yeah. checking the box but you go ahead and play the next couple voicemails because i gotta check on the baby okay I think the difference between physical attraction or mental attraction is either maybe you may like the person, but you may love the idea of that person. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. If you can have a 30 second conversation with that individual and find one thing in common, build from that. But if you don't, just shake your hand and say, nice to meet you. Maybe I'll see you around. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's and low-key i used i really feel like i used to be shallow like i am not one to settle still to this day i'm not one to settle like i will stay single for years and um it now i feel like my options are a little bit more open kind of now don't get me wrong i still love a good looking person you know i still would like to you know you ain't gotta be fine as fuck or you know but at the same time it's like uh at the same time it's like i would prefer you have like a beautiful mind you know what i'm saying like yeah back you know a couple years ago i was not that type i was probably like a very shallow motherfucker like if i was not physically attracted to you like you never had a chance hell i didn't have a chance because i wouldn't i couldn't see past that 
come on, come on with these confessions. That is facts. I like, like that. You really have to ask yourself now, and I can say this because I'm 33 and I have two kids and I could care less about the car you drive. I could care less about the jewelry you have or the money you have in your account for right now. It's more so like, what else are you bringing to the table? Because if that's it, if it's stuff, there's like 10 more men behind you with stuff. Like it has mm-hmm. to be something else that you're bringing. And especially now, like I don't want more kids. So it's not like I'm looking for a man that wants more kids. I'm not. I uh, would never be with a man or date a man that does not have children because I need a mental understanding of the fact that I do have children so they don't be all up in their feelings. So I feel like as far as options for men, there's a lot of men out here who already have kids and don't want kids. So that's that door is wide open. There's a lot of men out here who are in all shapes and different sizes. I don't, I, that really wouldn't bother me because I'm not procreating. So, you know, your face is what your face is. Your body is what your body is. You're going to come with it and you're going to leave with it. It ain't going to do nothing for me. And it's just really about, do I enjoy your presence? Do I enjoy your mind? Do I want you here when I look ugly early in the morning? Or do I want you to leave ASAP? So I feel like for me, the path is all the real men that want to lay it all on the table come this way, step in this line. Everybody else that's creating a facade still and trying to look like, you know, the best, the best person in the club, go over there. If you still go in the clubs, please go over there. If you don't own the club and you're just checking in to see if the money right, everybody do what they're going to do, and you going to fuck about your business, go over there. But because, listen, people, this is, your 30s is stacked money. Think about what you want to do in your 40s and 50s time. It is not about Mm -hmm. who looks the best, who got the best car, who do this. It's about, is your money growing while you're asleep? Is your your is your face pleasable? Do you have good hygiene? Are you healthy? And are you ready to just be happy in life? Or are you still miserable as fuck? Exactly. That's it. And for me, that the same thing. That's why you see right now. Like I get it during the pandemic, and I'm not going to say what everybody's thinking. It's like, well, with the pandemic, what have you done with your time? Have you made a career? Have you done like no? But have you spent time learning you? That way, you could be better for somebody else. Um, that's just it. Like there are a lot of people who are spending the pandemic chasing shit that honestly is like, for what y'all out here, you know, like for me, for example, I was out here drinking a lot. I was, you know, hanging out, not taking care of myself. And now like, I'm trying to repair those things that I could have repaired the eight, nine years during, I'm sorry, eight, nine months during the pandemic. And when it comes to people like what you're saying, a lot of people just don't want to spend the time with them and they go with their looks and they go with their appearance. And that's just been getting them by for so long that they don't know how to just, you know what, just wise up and be better people. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I, I'm assuming um, as a woman, like it has to be hard to get to know a guy who all they lead with is their dick, big, small or not, um, and their looks. But like, what do guys know? Like, other than, you know, that, if that's what they've gotten away with before, like, how do you condition a guy rather? I'm just asking you, Shannon, anybody else that's a woman. How do you condition a man who has been getting away with physical attraction for so long that he needs more? You don't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm 
right. Some 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 men who are stuck on their looks and stuck on having the freshest Jordan still and stuck on um, making sure their car is washed that they behind on six payments. Uh, you can't do shit with them. Their mom ruined it. Their daddy ruined it. They just don't be scarred until they got their bare belly in their mm-hmm. um, their late thirties into their forties. And they realizing that the girls that's really hot shit with the weave and the lashes and, and the uh, mm-hmm. doctor bodies don't want them. And so now mm-hmm. they looking for the women that they should have been dealing with that really cared about a man's character and pouring into a man. And they don't want mm-hmm. them either because they're not taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you realize like all the, all the men and rappers who was into like the gold grills and shit, they got dentures now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, think about it. Think about like, it. That's just, it's right there. It's, it's right there in front of you. Uh, go ahead and hit that button because we got voicemails. <laughs> oh, we got voicemails. Hello, fellow black people. Did y'all know that the real Donald Trump is on here and he's letting all this um, racial and faggotry, his hatred against faggotry and all that out? Go on and tune into him. We now know the pure truth, the pure truth of how he feels about everyone. I think it's pretty entertaining. No, that's not the real Donald Trump. He's been on here for a few months now. He does a good voice of Donald Trump, but that's not the real Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to her. And I'm not saying this is every female or every attractive person, but it seems to me with my experience dating um, uh, people on a more a physically attractive side, they... Not all, but a lot of them tend to not come with anything to the table. And um, they have pretty bad qualities in personality-wise or characteristic-wise. Yeah. They're exhausting sometimes, you know, on top of having to worry about, you know, maybe them cheating on you or whatever. Um... It's hard nowadays to find someone that is, that has both, that that is, you know, mentally mature mm-hmm. and uh, mentally attractive as well as physically attractive and for well. That's a fact. I, um, there's, there's always people who are not fulfilled within themselves, that they have something to offer when it comes to relationships or business where they feel like they have to hold on to the fact that they knew you for so long, so you can't leave them or they have to hold on to the fact that, um, they look this good. How can you cheat on somebody that looks this good? Listen, Beyonce was cheated on. Beyonce was cheated on the whole world knew. Um, uh, so many people who are good looking get cheated on every day. If mm-hmm. if she's if she's a bad B today, she gonna be somebody's headache tomorrow. If he exactly. finds himself from head to toe with abs and and body and that groin area that all women love today, he gonna be somebody's headache next week, and they just tired of it because people who are not fulfilled in themselves. They question in everything they do. 
they worried about what other people don't think. They have to mm-hmm. uh, put out there that, you know, they fine, ain't nothing wrong with them. They don't have time for X, Y, and Z because they know who they are, but they're really still questioning who they are. And they're going to take the longest to get ready because they have to put the cake on the face. They got to uh, make sure the world sees them a certain type of way. They not going to an event because they don't feel all the way ready. But realistically, their bare face or them just dressing down be when they look the best. Like for me, before Kim Kardashian did all this fucking um, surgery, now that nose was not cute. But before she went in on all this surgery and shit, when she's bare face and fresh face, mm-hmm. she looks better than with all that fucking makeup on when she goes out. Exactly. And you can't fix insecure people. You can't make insecure mm-hmm. people see themselves in a natural state and, and tell themselves in a the mirror that they look beautiful or fine as is. They just have exactly. to find that for themselves. Yo, Joe Button said this in uh, it was October of 2011. The tweet said, for every bad bitch, there is a man tired of fucking with her. Um, yes. Not only is that a fact, that is a law. Um, it is a standard. And it works both ways. Because for every, you know, guy that, you know, every nigga, if you want to call it that, so every nigga that, you know, somebody wants, a woman is tired of him because she's put mm-hmm. up with his shit. And it works both ways. The issue mm-hmm. is, like, when do you give that up? When do you say, you know what, enough's enough. I'm sick of this shit. Just go. And a lot of people don't because they're afraid to lose that prize possession. It's like the, the winning horse in a race. And they get, you know for a fact you're going to keep getting wins off that horse. But eventually that horse gets old. And it's mm-hmm. going to lose. It's going to come in second. And when it comes in second, you're going to be that person who instead of saying, you know what, let me get rid of this horse and move on to something else, something new that's better. You're like, you know what? This is my night. Why not just stay here? And that's where that quote, for every bad bitch, there's a nigga who is tired of fucking with her. And yeah. everybody's been there. Um, Shan, I'm sure you've been there. I know I was there plenty of times. So it's like, you know what? Yeah, like she cute. Yeah, she, Listen, you know, she's a man, but she, she don't answer my texts. I ain't never had a bad bitch, but I have had, I have had an ex who we just had like good chemistry and sexual mm-hmm sexual tension that you could cut with a a saw for a tree okay Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're going to meet people where it will always be that right Mm -hmm. but realistically longevity wise you know it doesn't work right Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's just what it is they good for moments but they not good longevity and you have to know what the hell it is that you need? Do you need somebody coming in and out of your life for moments? Or do you need someone that you can also enjoy their cons and deal with their cons and manage their cons as well as you can their pros? And today, I don't feel like anybody's trying to do that because all they're doing is swiping left and swiping right mm-hmm. on these apps. And they just calling people yeah. Uber. They feeling like they ain't got to deal with this one tomorrow mm-hmm. because gonna be like 16 more on this app or if i go to the bar i can talk to somebody new and you're gonna get to a point where you gonna feel like you've been giving everybody a sample like you at bj's or costco's exactly and just to you know piggyback off of that 
um, it, it's so crazy because I'll see on social media, and it's not just women, but it's men as well, who are like, yo, like, they ain't nobody out here for me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, like, I don't know about y'all, but y'all ain't out here. Y'all aren't doing the work. You aren't getting to know people. You, you're literally picking up your phone, having conversations with multiple people instead of saying, you know what? Like, let me focus to get to know that one person before I talk to the four people in the wing. Everybody tries to start with like a starting five lineup. And the issue is they're expecting everybody to get the same scores, the same points, the same rebounds and assists. It don't work that way. Um, this is somebody who actually met his wife online dating. When I met her online dating, I was doing like everybody else. I was going and playing the numbers. I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to talk to this person. And what had to happen was people were falling off. People, you know, they weren't taking it as serious as I was taking it. And more importantly, I might have not taken them serious as well. And when that happened, um, the numbers started to dwindle. When they started to dwindle, I knew who I could take seriously and who not. As a result, I got my wife. Not only did she stick around with that, she also was like, you know what? I'm playing the field just like you playing the field. And when we play the field, it, it just is what it is. And if it works, it works. But I see, I see and I hear a lot of people and they're like, yo, like, you know what? This dating shit during the pandemic, I get it. But in any other case, they're like, oh my God, I've been on Bumble. I've been on Tinder. I've been on OkCupid. I've been on Plenty of Fish. I've been on t uh, Instagram, Facebook. I'm like, the only thing you haven't been in is somebody's phone. Call them. Oh, message them. Y'all are having all these conversations on all these different platforms, and it's the same fucking conversation. Hey, good morning. How I've seen women get upset because a dude said good morning. And it's like, well, how many times do I have to keep saying good morning to these niggas? It's because you got 15 of them. <laughs> you ever thought about that? You, you, are, you are mad that people are giving you pleasantries and trying to get to know you. And then when they well, get to know you, they realize it's, it's your fault. Well, I, I'm, I'm not just putting that on women. I'm, I'm not just putting it on women because there are guys too. There are guys who literally be like, yo, like, why don't you, why do these bitches not want to fuck? It's like, dude, because she don't know your last name. Or, you know, Hello? I can't take any of these women. Yeah, I can't take any of these women seriously because they post some half-naked photos, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you like photos dated back to 144 weeks ago. So yep. she's not taking you seriously because, like you said earlier, dude went to a message from from how knows how long ago, from probably a year ago, early in the summer. And he said, you know what? DM me. You know, I DM'd you. Hit me up. You know you got a DM. When you check it, you check it. You ain't got to tell me to go check my DMs to actually message you, only for you mm -hmm. to be like, I'm in town. That, and I, that's I, for I, me. I that's that. Can we normalize if you come in my city? And you know I'm in that city, and you didn't tell me before you were coming, and you text me I'm in town. I'm gonna be like, okay, enjoy your time. Like you're not being exactly. direct. I'm in town. I want to see you. What you got going on for the next couple of days? I'm leaving at X, Y, and mm -hmm. Z. That's intentional. But you saying I'm in town? Oh, you want to play ping pong? Oh, I'm not playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's shit like that. Like, like show your intentions. From the jump, because one, one girl that we did a podcast with, she said something to me and I would never forget it. She was pretty much of the mind frame of if a guy told me up front that he wanted to fuck and he gave me that option, nine times out of ten, he would have gotten his way. When she said that, I was like, there's no fucking facts. way she's telling the truth. That's Once facts. I heard but it from not men, just her. Some men, if you say, if you say, um, I don't want a relationship, I don't even need to go on dates with you. I just want this. Mm -hmm. Is that cool? They don't know how to take it, and they start to do acts like they're dating you, mm -hmm. and you put, you, have, you have to put them in check and be like, "Hey, 
you don't have to text me good morning beautiful you don't have to fake a conversation i'm not off today i'm not coming by so i'll hit you the next time i'm off or i'm trying to come through they don't know how to take it so they have to try to fake like y'all something that y'all not for them to be comfortable not every man is comfortable with that shit and it needs to be something where if men can dish it and women can take Mm -hmm. it Men have to be willing to take that shit, and they can't. Exactly, that right there. I have no, I have no further like objections, Your Honor. I'm going to let you get to the next question. <laughs> so, what do y'all think? In I don't know about mama's boys, grown ass men who being mama's boys, still dependent <laughs> on them. Middle of the night, yeah, uh, mama. I got this um, part that I want to buy. Can I borrow some money? Can you come bring me some cigarettes? Can you do my laundry? What the fuck? Listen. What what Major Payne said? Pop your titty out his mouth and stop babying him. Mama's boys. There is nothing wrong with mama's boys until you see that they call their mom for everything. They don't know where mm-hmm. their birth certificate is. They don't know their social number. Um, they um waiting for their mom to pick up their dry cleaning. They waiting for their mom to, you know, iron their shirts or, you know, my mom's supposed to come fix this. Oh, I gave my taxes to my mom so she could do it. Sir, you are 35 years old. What are we, what are we doing here? And then if mm-hmm. his mom is not close and he's used to his mom doing every fucking thing, He's going to expect mm-hmm. you to become his mother. And I'm not doing yep. it. And that's why sometimes people say a woman cannot raise a man because a father would have checked that shit when he was a preteen and say, you need mm-hmm. to learn how to iron your own shirts. You need to learn how to mm-hmm. do your own shit and sit on your own too. But some moms, when they don't have a man involved, they start to become their son's girlfriends and their son's spouses mm. and acts not like physical not em- like not romantic but in acts and then you have your son looking around at women out here who are looking for a man while these these boys in the bodies of men are looking for a titty to suck on somebody to wash their clothes somebody to cook for them and that's a no for me yeah I'm a man. I ain't got a dog in a fight. Shout out to that voicemail, though. Next. <laughs> yes, Greg. I be feeling the same way, man. One of them videos where they like, well, I'm bad and I'm that bitch. Or you get like some dudes on there. They just can't stop rubbing their fucking head and beard. And they got to be posing in all these different fucking poses and different clothes they jumping in and out of. Bro, I be so over it. I'm like, you know what? Just, uh, just like stop, <laughs> unfollow, block all of this. Like I'm tired of it, bro. Like talk about something, but they don't have no conversation. They don't even know what the fuck to say. They don't when they go live. They ain't doing shit. They not even fucking talking back to the people that they fans and shit. You know what I'm saying? They just be on there just looking for people to get them likes and hearts and heart eyes and shit. And, as soon as they see something negative, then they want to respond to that. It's like, oh, y'all so cliche. 
Yeah. That that right there is my issue. That is my issue with social media. Like for me, I started to follow more like sports and like news and stuff like that, because Mm -hmm. at least on Twitter, on Twitter, I open it and I follow a lot of people, men and women alike. Um, Men really can't say shit on Twitter because if you say anything, it's controversial. And this is not a knock on women because there are some great women that I do follow. But there are some women that I should be either muting or unfollowing because they're starting to do this shit with the shock value tweets where mm-hmm. they say shit. And it's like, oh, you, you know, you're trying to incite violence and, you know, you know, you're trying to start an argument. But it's like this shit's not an argument. It's not negotiable. It's just a fact. Um, so today for the inauguration, um, there were there was like three tweets about Michelle Obama and this woman on Twitter said, well, I thought she was a man. I was like, are, are we, how the fuck did we get here? Like, you start, you're starting to just say shit just for the sake of saying it, and it's not cool. It's not fun. There are men, I'm sure, that do this, but I'm talking about the women that I follow because I don't follow a lot of niggas. I have my guy friends, and we can text. We can call each other on the phone. We can hang out in person. When I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I want to hear from people who know opposing things. And if they don't, there are people who are like sports analysts and shit like that. So when I see tweets like I already forgave myself for them loans, the government needs to catch up. Yes, it's funny. That's normal. But when I see women say shit like, you know, this is the second nigga who nutted in me. And, you know, I hope the second one understands or he knows that he I'm, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Is, what? Like, it, it, it bothers me because it's like you're the energy you're giving off. And this is, again, it's not a knock against women. I only date women. I'm married to a woman. So when I see women honestly disrespect themselves and then question why they get disrespected, it's like you put that energy out there. So if you are telling everybody on a public platform that two niggas have nutted in you, in you, you post a photo and then you're like, well, I wonder why this nigga is messaging me right now talking about he saw my tweets. Nine times out of 10, he already followed you. You met him on here. And you, you right now, it's like you slapping him in the face talking about, hey, I know I fuck with you and you nutting me, but another nigga nutting me too. Three days after crying on Twitter talking about the fact that they wanted you to have an abortion. They want, like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I was like, the mass is not mathing to me anymore. To the point where I, I get it, like, women have kind of taken the roles from men where, you know, men are very emotional and, you know, women just have it together. Yes, there are a lot of women who have it together. But for every woman that has it together, there's that one woman who's just doing shit for clout. And it's making the women who have their shit together. We're me as a man and women who have their shit together are looking at them and like, yo, like, this is not the move, sis. This shit, it don't make no sense. When you when you're talking about, oh, I can't find no man, but you're going and posting screenshots of your conversations that you have with every man. But there's 15 of them. <laughs> Come on. C- come on, man. Or you, you going and I, I don't knock women who have OnlyFans. I do not knock this shit. But you are putting everything out to the point where nobody's buying your OnlyFans because all your shit's on Twitter and Instagram. I, I, I honestly, I thought Instagram said, fuck nudity. We don't care anymore because I saw a woman with a sheer ass outfit, nipple just out. And I was like, okay. Because when it comes to photographers that take tasteful nudes, they be ready to take mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, you know, you, you want, and it's men too, men want the best. They want a woman who's like a, a freak in the sheets and, you know, a, a lady in the streets, all, all that shit. But the issue is you want this shit. But you don't pay them no attention. You don't pay these women any attention that actually want to fuck with you. They come to you with like a, a blueprint. They're like, you know what? This is, our, this is what I want from a man. And right now you don't 
you're not here. Like I want a guy who, you know, has a B in class and you have a D and the guy, instead of saying, you know what, what can I do to attain that B? He's like, you know what? I'm going to just change that fucking D and just add a little hump on it and make it a B and you will have to believe that shit. And it's like, yo, but, but you did it in blue ink and the original D was in black. Like, so, so, so that's not, it's not adding up to me right now. So for me, it, maybe that's the mental attraction right there. Cause there are a lot of dumb motherfuckers on social media and there's a lot of dumb people on these dating sites. Cause trust me, I've met a few. Um, I, I'm just really confused right now. Very confused as to like, what do people want? in 2021 do you want people that you're attracted to and you know it's just that like hey i'm attracted to him he, you know he got the sweatpants that shan like you know he 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 hanging and banging like is that, <laughs> or or do you want the mental attraction do you want somebody who's actually going to make you critically think every once in a while it's not everything being like the smartest person in the room but that person like they bring something out of you mentally and emotionally that you've never had that guy that you know is not answering your text at three o'clock in the morning Yes, he, he gives you the dick, but d- does he want to talk to you after he leaves your house? D- does he actually make you think more about like what he does with his day and how he is as a person versus like why he hasn't texted me back in 11 minutes? Mm-hmm. That, that's what I mean about like physical attraction or mental attraction. And I know the hashtags are like leisure relationships and people are crazy because they are. But yeah. um, like what's what social cues do people give off to show their like non-physical attraction? Like, do you, like, do you just tell people straight up? Like, yo, like you, like you, you taught me something new today. You, you made me feel better because I learned something from you or we can learn something together. People don't don't say that to each other. And that's the problem. They'll think it, but they don't say it because they feel like if they let it go, if they give somebody the Mm -hmm. real them, that's, that's showing too much, that's being too vulnerable and this other person's going to take advantage of it. So I'm just going to think it and hope that it teleports into their mind. I'm glad you said that. The reason why I asked that question, the way I asked it and the way that you answer that, the way you answered it is why I was about to pose this online dating, online dating. You don't have to tell everybody about yourself, but that is a platform is a blank canvas. It's basically you explaining who you are. Mm-hmm. to another person it's like a job interview but honestly it's in the form of dating um anybody who's listening to these like the stereo or the podcast like if you had a dating profile like how do you fill it out is it just like you know i watched game of thrones i watched the wire blah 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 are you like you know what do you lay shit out and just be like you know what these are my expectations this is what i'm going to get to you know this is what i i have like you know what i'm you know a, a guy i'm this height i'm this age i'm this sign but outside of that, like, these are the things that I strive to be. These are the things that I want from my woman. Like, I think that's what those bios should be. Like, it seems like the bios are like, hey, yo, I ain't here for no bullshit. And, you know, I'm not looking for the one right now. I'm just looking to have a little bit of fun. And then every, you know, every photo is you doing hookah and, you know, you hanging out and shit like that. It's like, like that's what you want to attract. You want to attract you. If you want better than you, you have to change. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. We got voicemails. I apologize, y'all. But you know, I, <laughs> I think physical attraction mm-hmm. is important because that's the first thing that catches my eye. But um, I think mental attraction has to be there as well because that's what's going to make me stay and want to talk to you. And that's what's going to make me addicted to the person I'm with. Uh that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna make me want to come back and talk to you, because it's easy to be attracted to someone, 
physically. Yeah, that's that's not enough. Thank you, Lindsay. Yes, um, indeed. Yeah, that physical stuff is not enough. What? Are, okay, ladies, for ladies, and then men can answer their own version. What are the first five things you notice on a man physically that gives you like the green light for them for the next level? For instance, when I first see a man, I know within the first three to four minutes if I will or I would fuck him or not. Now, this is physical, right? Yes, this is physical. I'm looking at his eyes, his eye contact, his mouth, his teeth. Um, his hair, got to make sure he has a hairline. And if he doesn't, that's also fine, but he needs to get rid of all the hair. Don't leave, don't leave patches of grass up there. Um, I'm looking at how he walks and carries himself. And I'm looking at his shoes because your shoes tell a lot about a person's hygiene standards and where they're at mentally as far as how they want to come off to other people. That will tell me, hmm, okay, that's interesting. I want to know more. And if those don't all check off, I'm good. I'm good money. There's nothing that you can possibly tell me. Nothing. I don't, and I don't care if you in work attire i don't care if you're a painter you paint all over yourself there's a way that you carry yourself where your your confidence is leaking out and that's all i'm gonna say but what what are, what are y'all five things what is your five things greg before you were married what are your five things that you look at a woman and be like mm. okay um and is this with or without contact with the person this is without contact from like a distance. They walking up close or you just see them in an event somewhere and you just like, okay, those five things check off. What are your five things? Um, so number one for me is lips. Uh, the reason why is if the chat, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's nothing there. Um, <laughs> there's nothing. um because, I mean, it means like, I know it's cold outside. Like sometimes I be having chat lips, but you know what? That, like I keep the shit in my pocket. I keep the, uh, what's that shit called? Um, I have to sit right here. The the DCT, the Daily Conditioning Treatment by Blistex. Got to got to have the pink cap. If you don't have the pink cap, no hat. Uh, so that's that. What you say? I said men love their Blistex, but continue. That's one. Yeah. So that's one. Number two for me is eye contact. Um, eye contact matters. Like. Um, I can't have a conversation with you if you're having a conversation with the ground. It's just that simple to me. Um, it, it, this is supposed to be a non-physical, but I have to throw it in there because, like, if I'm noticing it about you, not to understand either we've spoken or I intend on speaking. So it's either a hug or a handshake. It tells me how lazy or interested you are. If you give, like, half ass, like, you ever, like, meet somebody at a bar and you're like, hey, how are you? And then they give you that little, like, the, the three fingers touch your three fingers, but it's not, like, the entire hand. That's like, oh, yeah, I know for a fact, like, <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, and the same thing with the hug. Like, if somebody gives you a hug, it, it's probably the most, like, passionate non-sexual like type of form of contact that you can have with somebody and it lets you know like they're interested in anything like if they actually are your friend if they actually your family if they actually care about you so it's that um number four um mm, 
breath. Um, breath goes with lips too, but Breath's it's all the same. You're cheating. I'm not. Yes, I'm you not. Are. I said from a distance. You're not smelling breath, so you can't say that. Hey, hey, that, that's a lie. That is a fucking lie. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> well, you smelling breath from a distance, you in trouble. That is oh, that is a breath. lie. You would be surprised. Um, but from a distance, um, honestly, the walk of confidence. So number four, we'll put that. Um, if if you walk like you just like. You don't know where you are. Like, I get it. Like, some people are, like, kind of timid. But, okay. like, you don't have okay. to command the room either. Just, like, be your own person when you're out. Like, if you're out and about, don't just be looking around your shoulder. Like, you know, the world is, like, just trying to scare you. Like, have some confidence. So there's that. Uh, and, and number five to me, um, shit. Um, what, what? I'd, I'd probably say accessorize. Um, I, I don't care if you're, like, the best dressed person. But if mm-hmm. if it looked good on you, that's you are, like, you are you and the clothes and everything else are your accessories. So if you can wear heels, sure, wear heels. If you wear wedges, A, that's on you. Um, if you like, you know, if you wear earrings and stuff like that, I, I said, if you wear wedges, if you wear wedges, that is on you. I'm, I'm saying some people do, some people don't. But, you know, I, I'm not going to judge people who do. I, I'm not going to judge people who do. Um, but for me, it's just like how you accessorize your outfit. So you are the outfit and everything else just comes after that. It's like, you know what? Damn, like I've seen women who look good in chucks. I've seen women who look good in like a hoodie. I've seen women who like walk their dog. I'm like, you know what? She, she, the way she just carries it makes her look good, even if she got a mask on. So, you know, how you accessorize you makes your appearance better to me. And that's probably one of the, you know, the five things that I notice of a woman. So accessorizing um eye contact lips breath same thing and obviously just like the confidence so those are my five okay so before i play these voicemails the question is what are the five things that you notice about a man when you see them from a distance greg or from a woman when you see them from a distance what are the five things that you notice i think you can um you can condition a guy but the thing oh. is, uh, it depends. If his experiences uh, were all positive um, about the fact that he was attractive, I don't. I think it's it's not possible because <laughs> he had a like every time someone compliments him, it re- reaffirms him uh, that mm. he he looks good and that he can get away with getting what he wants with his physical looks. But I think that. You personally, if you feel like he's too conceited about about his appearance, you can you can try to you can show him that that's not what that's not what you want. That that's not the only thing that's important to you. So exactly. you might you might see that uh, he's been shallow. Yeah, Lindsay, that's not project Pat. Like I'm not doing no man projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she stayed. Drake. And she stayed. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he was talking about uh, the confidence shit. Like, you know, the fact that he, he was who he was and she stayed. Okay. 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 That's kind of like a son, Drake. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait! You can't do that, Chad. You can't boo somebody how pretty and cute they just get on their nose and shit. Come on, come on, y'all! <laughs> oh no! Mental attraction is more important than even physical attraction because if you're mentally attracted to someone, 
physical attraction falls in suit. Um, I met my husband through Instagram. I took a picture of his car and had his Instagram handle on it. He stalked me for about three to four months. What? And then we ended up meeting in person. But by then he already knew my point of view on the world from my photographic standpoint. Mind you, I used to be a professional photographer. Wow. And that was kind of fucking hot to me that he ended up liking me through my photos. I didn't Mm. post selfies. I'm not one of those people. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that, the bunny. I like like how she carried herself. I like that. She said, I took a photo of the license plate. Look, go for what you want. I'm telling you. Because think about it. If she think about it, if she didn't take the chance on like life and love right then and there, he might yeah. be with somebody that he is not happy with and he absolutely hates. Sometimes you just gotta be out there. Your one is out there for you. They just might not be on Instagram at the time. They might be out snapping photos. Shout out to the bunny. <laughs> I know that I like the fact that he was like, fuck it. I'm gonna just put my uh social media on my car and mm-hmm. Whoever thinks they're interested, just come here because I'm not I'm not looking anymore. Just come mm-hmm. here. I like that. See? I'm going to do two more and then um, we're going to continue the yeah. physical and mental talk. Exactly what she gets so hot said about the boys um, being basically raised by their moms and then my brother is exactly like the man that she just explained and that's crazy how you put that in perspective for me um you know appreciate that any anything for the clarity for the women and the men's because I just I'm I'm tired of halfway to a hundred percent people trying to find people who are a hundred percent. Like that's trash. And um, the the point of being together with another individual is to create a foundation and build a team and build y'all dreams, not someone to come here and mooch off of all of my effort just to be a body in a room or a body beside me like that's that's not the goal i'm gonna play one more yo man as far as like what people want you know what i'm saying don't don't worry about what people want it's what you want and right now me i'm looking for that queen who is financially okay you know what i'm saying but not selfish and what i mean by that is people sell a love to the highest bidder in every kind of way, every kind of day, especially on social media and the dating apps. Me personally, I know my worth as a man and I know that I'm a good man. But am I financially okay? No, I'm not where I want to be. So I'm looking for a woman that maybe has extra or more and not just to use her for that, but a woman who's willing to share and be a partner, a lover and a friend so we can build. And I'm not just trying to work by myself to prove to somebody that I can pay bills that I can't pay. If that makes sense. Yes. Cause I mean, think about it. Like what he said, there are a lot of people who, you know, they get with somebody who like, for example, Kanye and Kemp, when they met, remember he was going through the bankruptcy and shit like that. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, she helped him out and, you know, he's doing better now. But at the same time, he had to understand this. I go like, you know, she is the breadwinner for that point. Yes, you might be the man, but she is the breadwinner. She might help you. She might assist you. But at the end of the day, like, she's there for you. She's not going to be the one to be like, you broke ass nigga, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I ain't fucking with you because you this. Like, no, I understand mm-hmm. you in a bad spot. And, you know, I'll help you where I can. But you have to do for you first. And you can't help that person unless you help you, because at that point, you know, they're pretty much just like helping a corpse and you don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I don't want anybody else to. So shout out to Kika Style, man. So back to this mental, this mental attraction, this mental connection. I think when you do things that you love is easier. I think when you enjoy life and only deal with people you truly feel have your best interests, it's easy to have a mental connection with somebody. The funny thing is physical activity is healthy and it's good for mental stimulation because they both go hand in hand. So when people say they need both, I feel like that's more so what they're connecting to because you just feel better when you're trying to reminisce or relive, relive memories that you have with somebody that you actually like mm-hmm. physically and you you respect and appreciate mentally. You're not going to share some old shit that happened with somebody that you really not feeling. Mm-hmm. You just not. Yeah. Yeah. I'll expound on that. Um, to me, like an attraction, um, it, it, it doesn't have to be physical at all a lot of people just that's the first thing it's what everybody sees everybody is like visual for the most part and some things might come later um i guess that's like a chemical thing what do you call like a chemical imbalance either way uh when it comes to attraction matters uh but someone can be very like objectively attractive and you can you can still not be attracted to them if that makes any sense like you're like damn they, like yes they're cute and they, they check all my boxes but there's something about them that just it's not there and it's not just yeah. mental it just might not be that moment it might not be that person it's just something about them that it, it, i won't say it rubs you the wrong way but it's just it's not it it's not there yeah. for you so i had a whole relationship like that and i kept trying to convince myself that i could do away with the things that i really wanted at the beginning mm-hmm. and i couldn't fathom having a future with somebody that just wasn't compromising. It was just like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Or I don't want those things. Or we will never. And it's kind of like, God damn, like my life is about to be dull to the casket drop. Maybe you're not it. Maybe you're not it. And sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes you're just better as friends with people and not as companions in a romantic sense. And it's just better when you actually want to listen to someone you like versus Listening to someone to get in their draws. Bingo. <laughs> and a, a, a lot of us do that. Like, you know, I, I say it every episode, but I ain't going to say it on this one. This is the first episode. I ain't going to say what I usually say. But um, when it comes to it, man, like um, emotional attractions, they're there. Um, in my personal opinion, a deep, like emotional attraction is what builds the, f- it's the foundation. So yeah. I, I can't have an emotional attraction to you with just your physical i have to get to know you um i can't be like oh i love you and the only thing i love about you is what you do for me talking about like in a physical aspect of it like you you have to stimulate something up here before you stimulate everything there and yes you can still stimulate down if you want please be my guest but but i I need more 
Um, and I think that's where a lot of people, when we were talking about like social dating and stuff like that, like they don't get that because it's so easy to get to know somebody and then forget them because there's always going to be somebody else out there. You're like, you know what? Like that was fun for two weeks, but let me just go ahead and move on. That's, there's yeah. neither a, there's no emotional attachment to the, that person. There's no mental attachment or attraction. Everything is just physical. So you, you know, you swipe through those photos and stuff. You're like, that photo look cute. That one, nah. This one, yes. This one, yes. This mm-hmm. one, no. And you're like, okay. But then when you get down to it, you got 83 people you you like, and then 417 that you absolutely said no to. But here's the thing: one, do they like you back? Two, what did you learn today? Like how we say at the end of the show, what did you learn today? Like mm-hmm. you didn't learn anything because all you learned is you were just physically attracted to that person. But that person might be somebody who beats women. That might be the person who can't read good. That might be the person who honestly just th- that photo is from 15 years ago. And you're trying to figure out why you got catfished. Uh, Cause you played <laughs> on the physical attraction. Or, on that. or it could be, um, let's say you find somebody that's fine. It could be a man or a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point of physically dealing with each other. And then you find out they're, they're, that they are a bad fuck. But the mm-hmm. world does not know that they're a bad fuck, all right? Because nobody has gotten that far to try them. But on the outside, everybody assumes that your relationship is so great. This person is so fine. Oh, my God, why is he with her? Oh, my God, she got him. But really, he is nothing to get. He is nothing to brag about because the basic stuff that you need in a relationship, they cannot do or they cannot fulfill. And if that's your experience, mentally, you are going to be disturbed. Mentally, Mm -hmm. you're going to be bored. And mentally, they cannot do nothing for you because they physically do nothing for you other than Mm -hmm. look like a prize. But realistically, they're not. Exactly. So Exactly. That's Mm -hmm. the shit. Not only did you put a bow on that shit, I have nothing. I, I do not object, Your Honor. I do not object. I'm going to play this. That's another thing that kills me when it comes to the dating profiles, because I'm, I'm a pipe type of person that reads profiles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I look at the pictures, but I read the profile, too. And a lot of women, when they're writing out these dating profiles, they feel like they don't have to fill out anything, or they write something like, I'll get back to this later, or just ask me. Like, they don't know themselves enough to write about themselves or what they want. And the ones that do... They start off with all these lists and demands and what they don't want and we don't come at them with this and you're like what? Yeah, that 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 is what we called last episode. Your expectations exceeding your efforts. There are a lot of people who have these online dating profiles that, like he said, they have lists. They have all these expectations, but when it comes to sitting them down and asking them what they actually want, that list is not something that they actually put on there. I ask and I implore anybody who does online dating, if they catch somebody who has a list and shit like that, ask mm-hmm. them why that list is that way. If that person is saying, you know, they need somebody who's family oriented. Yes. Why do you want somebody that's family oriented? And if they can say the reason why I want somebody family oriented is because, you know what? I wasn't close to my family or I hate my family or more importantly, like I don't have a family. Like right there, like it sets the precedence of setting you from everybody else. So when she or he like gets those questions from you, they're like, you know what? Like they asked me about my profile. More importantly, they dug into me to the point where I actually had to ask and answer questions. 
But there are some people, if you ask them questions about their profile, they freeze up and they're like, wait a minute, like I wasn't expecting all this. I wasn't expecting you to get to know me. At that point, that's when you know for a fact that that person is not who you want to fuck with. A lot of people right. have these expectations and goals that nobody is ever going to meet. And the reason why is because they've set the bar so high for everybody else and they are on the low tether pole of being an expectation. They are the physical attraction, but nothing else. They're cute. It's something that you can look at every fucking day. And outside of that, they're dumb as a bag of fucking rocks. That's mm -hmm. why I have lists like, you, you got to be over six feet tall. I'm like, but you're 4'11", but I want tall kids. That's not how genetic works. Or, you know, you have a guy who's like, oh, well, I can't talk to, you know, a girl who, you know, she can't cook. She can't clean. Dude, do you even know how to load a dishwasher? These are the questions that people have to start fucking asking. Because if you don't, you're going to end up with somebody and either you have a kid by them, you're going to end up dating them, you're going to end up moving in with them, you're going to end up getting married to them, you're going to end up divorcing them. And you're going to be like, yo, I wasted my time. The reason why you wasted your time is because you did not ask the preliminary questions at the beginning. You waited till four months in, till six months in. Now y'all going raw and enjoying each other. Next thing you know, uh, this is late, she late, the bill's late. And you trying to figure out why I did not, not ask that motherfucking question. The reason why you didn't ask that question is because it took you too long. You asked that shit at the beginning. Now, I'm not, there's yeah. certain things you don't ask. Like, you don't go and be like, I know Akeem, he, he was talking about it earlier. He was like, he asked every woman their body count. I Me, mean, I don't care about your body count. However, <laughs> I, do, I do care about one thing when it comes to that. Like, if I'm talking to you, I don't care how many people you have slept with. I don't care if you are sleeping with people. I just need to know for my safety that if you are doing your thing right now as I'm talking to you, could you please let me know? Let me be a part of the, the conversation. So if something were to happen, I'm not left out in the cold. I'm not like that dude that was on that, uh, that girl Twitter profile that didn't know that he was going raw with her and she's going raw with somebody else. And she's sitting mm -hmm. on Twitter two days earlier complaining about the fact that dudes are asking for abortions and shit like that. Well, that's usually what happens when they find out that you're fucking other people raw. That I'm just saying. I, I, I'm, it's, it's there. The jokes write themselves, but you know, all in all, when it comes to these dating profiles and stuff like that, as a married guy who met again on online dating, what I see from people is the fact that they don't know how to use it properly. Ask the questions, sit that person out. If they don't answer you back, like cool, just move right along. There's going I've to be never, somebody. I've who, never been on a dating app, so I don't know what it looks mm -hmm. like. But to me, if I was a man. And I'm looking through women's bios and they don't have anything there. And they say, ask me. Mm -hmm. That tells me all that I need to know. Bingo. Done, right there. You don't know how to explain yourself. This is a bio. Mm -hmm. Especially the ones that have lists. You listen mm -hmm. to all the things you need me to have. And you have nothing because you did nothing about yourself in your own bio. Like, did yeah. you fail basic English in third grade? This is your mm -hmm. bio. Not tell me your demands. This is Yo, not man on demand. That's the thing. Most of those profiles, Shane, like when, when I was out here, when I was out here, the profiles, they all look the same for the women. I, I didn't date men. I have never dated a man. You know, I've never dated a man. So I couldn't tell you that. However, when it came to women, there were three different profiles. There was the profile of, you know, the woman who was actually serious about dating. There was the mm -hmm. one who just found out about dating because her friends were on like online dating and she jumped on there too. Or that's mm -hmm. the woman who just wants to fuck around. Um, I, I ended up, you know, my wife, she joined online dating because her friends were on and just by the grace of God, we got together. Um, but I've dated around with both. I've dated with all three. So there are women who are just like, you know what? Their profiles are, well, you get to know me. Just ask a question, leave a message and I'll respond back. I'm like, oh, like, 
it's a dating site. It's not a voicemail. <laughs> I'm just not going to leave you a message and check that shit when you want to, because that's just not how it works. And I'm not saying you have to do it right that second, but it's like, yo, show some initiative in your online dating. Stop talking about all the men are jerks and all they want is sex. But I'm like, eight of your nine photos are in bikinis. <laughs> or, you know, then you have, you know, every photo that I've seen, it's always like uh, the photo in bikinis. If it's not the photo in bikini, it's, you know, you and a group of friends. And it works for both men and women alike. So there might be a guy's profile photo that women have told me about that. It's the guy, but it's like three of his friends. And that's always the main profile. You never know which one is which until you look at the other photos, right? Then you got the, the person that perks their lips up or pokes their lips out and shit like that. Then there's the Instagram, you know, the obligatory like photo from Instagram where it's like, okay, I'm either at a beach or I'm on vacation or something like that. And then obviously you have the I'm well traveled. So I took a photo in Dubai or I took a photo in Africa or something like that. Then you have the photo with the dog or the pet. Every profile photo, like if you want to be like attached to somebody, you want to actually get yourself some interest on them dating sites, they tell you to post those type of photos because that's what drives you to look. Now, having like friends who have like dated online, at least for black women, they're like, yo, it's hard. It's hard for black women to date online because you got either the black guys who just want sex or you have the white men who've never been with a black girl or you just have the people who just don't know that they want to date. They just want something right now. And my, my counter to that is you have to tell them that shit in your profile. If you don't tell them that shit in your profile, you're going to get those messages. And, you know, when I told, I told, and this is like Kelly and all, you know, the old group from the podcast, right? So they're explaining to me, like, well, oh, am I dating so hard? I'm like, but did you put that energy out there by saying nothing? Yes, a dude's going to approach you in any type of way if you give him nothing to go off of. If you say straight out, like, oh, like, I'm here for this and I'm not here for this. They can't message you. And if they do, block them because you already know what they're, you know what they're coming with. But if you leave your profile like, well, message me and I'll talk to you later or message me and, you know, I'll let you know. It's like some women know when they're giving a man an open door answer. And this is what I mean mm -hmm. by this. You could be in a whole relationship. You tell this person that you're in a whole relationship and they check him back mm -hmm. because y'all haven't spoken in a while. And you and they say, OK, that's cool. I'm happy for you. The next day, hey, I'm going to um, such and such. You want to go to the bowling alley? You want to go for lunch? Hey, um, I was going to go, um, you know, out for pizza around the way. You want to come out and go out for pizza? Sir, didn't I just tell you that I was in a relationship? And they'd be like, yes. Would you want your girl that you're in a relationship with going out on dates with someone that they previously were trying to engage in a girlfriend boyfriend way? He was like, "Oh no, I I, I want to that wouldn't bother me." You're lying. You're lying. And so a lot of men will pursue those things and then instead of you tell him, "Stop hitting me up. Stop texting me. I told you I'm already with somebody." You say, I can't, I'm busy today. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. And a lot of women just like to see DMs sit in their inbox. Not mm -hmm. that they, they want to answer, not that they were ever going to answer, not that they care to answer, but they just want to see it so they can make themselves feel good mentally. And that shit is a fucking sickness. Like if you don't 
fuck with them and you don't want them continuously hitting you up, say, hey, stop DMing me. Period. I I have a friend and we've been friends for since, what, 2008, 2009. And she is the weirdest conundrum I've ever seen in my life. Um, She requests that everybody leave red receipts on when they text her. And I refuse to because she's the one. She's that one person who, no matter if like you send them a text, they never answer it. So one day I asked her. I'm on the phone with her. And I was like, "Yo, like E, like, and I can't say her whole name, but she's like, well, Greg. The reason why you know I'm busy, I can't answer the text all the time. But I'm like, but you're requiring people to have red receipts on, so you yeah. can see when they've read your shit, but you yeah. can't. I was like, your expectations are the wildest. So then when she says to me, she was like. Well, you know, the guys that I'm talking to, I need to know when they've read it so I can court. I was like, that, that's the problem right there. That, that right there. Like, so you have said, to have control. Know when they read it so she can what? So, so she can go and dictate who she answers first. I was like, shit like oh that. My God. It, it's, it's stuff like that. It's like, um, imagine being a man and somebody or a woman and somebody tells you to leave your receipts on so they know when they contacted I you when you read it. I have a best friend like that. God bless her heart. She needs to have the red receipts on. And I had I had an ex that would never respond back to a text message that they read, which boiled my blood, but would require me to have my read receipts on whenever they mm-hmm. text. And if I didn't text back and they sent three text messages that were like one word-ish, they'd be like, see, you never, you never respond. Sir, this is the first time you ever want to instant answer and want to have a discussion so what are you talking about that shit is weird man a lot of people want they want control of every situation and it's situations that they don't need control of like i like you you like me there there should be no pulling of control there like can we just exist i like you cool you like me let's work it out that way but the the red receipts thing and the online dating thing like i'm like there is no pull and put like there's no pull and pull type of like tug of war with this shit. Like somebody has to let go and just let the other person like you say what I'm just going to bring the rope closer to me so I can get to know you. But so many people be using online dating as like a war of words or just like a game of numbers. Like, oh, I got 12 people talking to me right now in my, you know, in my iMessage. Like, but it's 12 people that you you don't fuck with. You don't want to know. And people me, I know for a fact access to people. And that's the fucking problem. But here's what somebody told me, and it, they didn't tell me it was on a podcast. He was like, yo, he was talking, I think it was Jaden XD, and they were talking about online dating. And XD had said something to the effect of, like, y'all are getting so much practice. How do y'all not find that person? How do you not know what you want <laughs> at that point? Because you're talking to all these people, or you're not talking to these people. You know your expectations from the photos. How are you not saying, you know what? I done talked to 15 different people. Let me just go ahead and check it off like these are the things i want these are the things i don't want this is why like this podcast matters so much about like physical attraction and mental attraction there are so many people that the the physical the physical attraction is all there they get that but they can't even get to the mental attraction because they're so stuck on the physical shit that they're just like you know what they look good they smell good that's what i want but the thing is do you know what you want another thing is people don't want to say exactly what they want and exactly what they don't want because they would mm-hmm. rather end up with a body than not having somebody. That's sad. Let me, let me go ahead and add that to the notes. Mm-mm-mm. 
It is sad, but people are in relationships with people that they know will never fulfill them, will never do right by them. And as long as they have a body to show that, yes, they're still with me, but the relationship is fucking dead and they don't respect each other and they don't trust each other. They feel like they secured a body. Mm. Um, Well, they feel like they secured somebody and really realistically, it's just a body around that's still wanting to show that they have something that they're not without, but really they're without any type of chemistry within that relationship because they both know it's dead. You holding on to me for survival. Mm-hmm. This shit is trash. Yeah. I'm gonna play I one of these. these folks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five things I see in a man that's first is smile. Yeah. His eyes. Yes. His shoes. Yes. Uh, the way he's dressed. Yes. And the way he moves. <laughs> Come on, man. That gotta be the most blackish, shallowest list there is. You know what I'm saying? That's that's this person. You know what I'm saying? If there's a a person of another race out there, I want to know what your top five things are that you list. You know, when you choose your mate, because when it comes to African Americans, you know what I'm saying? We on some physical, materialistic, good hair, curly hair, green eye bullshit. Here's the thing. He's not lying, though. Shout out to him because there are so many people who do that shit. They be like, yo, like, I like her because her eyes. Yeah, but yeah, like, that's, the, that's the way that I felt when I was in fifth grade. I don't feel like that no more. Yo, I used to be in love with this girl. Oh, my goodness. She had the... He's in like, love with the stripper. She had, she, had some, she had some of the best eyes, and it took me four months of being in, in high school and realizing those weren't her eyes. Those were contacts. And when the day she took the contacts out, I was like, yo, like everything just, it, no. it, it, felt like, it felt like when you, yeah, it felt like when you dump a bottle of water, just like out on the ground. But mm-hmm. the thing is, it just, it all came out at once. I was like, yo, this is what happened. This is not right. This is not cool. You lied to me. That, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. So, you know, for me, oh, go ahead. When I was in, um, when I was in high school in 11th grade into like college, I got contacts because I got tired of like losing my glasses or whatever. And Mm -hmm. at first I did get the clear ones, but my eyesight was so bad that if I dropped the clear ones, I could never find it. So I was like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I need to get like a tint. So I got a brown tinted contact. It wasn't like super light brown. It was like a, a little lighter brown around um, my eye. So I, if I if I dropped it like on the counter or something, I can put the contact solution on it and find it. So when I got it, I made it a thing to tell people my eyes are dark brown. I am wearing contacts. They're a little bit lighter. So you would never feel like I'm trying to give you the impression that these are really my eyes. And sometimes I still would wear my glasses. But a lot of people, when they hear that, oh, you got color contacts, they assume that you're given this facade that these are your eyes. Now, I would tell you up front, even if you didn't ask, because I do not want you to feel like this is the impression that I'm giving you. I just need to find these shits. That's it. Yeah, but see, that that's the difference between, like, when you have, like, brown eyes and you just go, like, lighter. This girl's eyes were, like, they, they weren't even eyes. Like, she had, like, cat-type like cat eyes. I was like, yo, like, 
what type of fucking eyes are these? This don't even look right, right? But yeah. they look good on her. And then when, you know, she took the contacts out, it was like, uh, I'm trying to remember, um, you remember Fresh Prince when he was like stuck in the freezer with a uh, homegirl? Yeah. And he took off the press on nails and shit. That's how it felt. It felt like you I was cheating. Disgusting. It was like, oh, like, what happened here? I liked you. Like, you could have been the one. And you're not even you right now. She just like metamorphed in the middle of us talking in class. I was like, what? no, no, take all that back. I want it no more. I want it no more. Take it back. And ever since then, when I see her on Facebook, I'd be like, no, mm-mm. This is not you. This is not life. What in happened high, to that girl in the ninth grade? In high school, high school, I realized that most parents send their sons and their daughters to school with the freshest shit because academically they were trash. So I remember being in English class and I had a young English teacher and he would do that go around the room and read the next paragraph shit. Man, we got to one of the finest, the finest boys in high school. And this man was like, who, who? Oh, no. I was like, oh, hell no. He can't read. This man fresh from head to toe. Haircut, always fresh. Always coming into the class and need a pencil and he need a piece of paper. This is why <laughs> men who are avid re- readers are sexually and mentally appealing. Men with wisdom <laughs> are appealing. Good taste and music will tell you a lot about the person. Knowledge is key <laughs> to unlock the pussy. And it do- it goes vice versa. But if you are yeah, not giving why. people a standard, then you will never reach that. Yeah, that's why I made a proclamation on November 2011 that I would never argue with niggas on Twitter. Period. Like, th- there's certain things that, like, I like to learn, but I don't want to learn it from y'all. Like, music, I don't argue. Sports, I don't argue. Now, if you want to teach me, yes, I'm mm-hmm. for it. But there are a lot of people who want to be the smartest nigga in the room, but they don't want to learn shit. That's why, like, with Clubhouse, I love being able to just sit there and just listen to people talk. I've been taking yeah. notes, and Shane, you know it for a fact. I take notes because I'm like, yo, this is information that I would have never had if it wouldn't have been for somebody else. I'm right. not that type of person anymore at 33. I'm going to open up a textbook. I love to read, but I'm not going to go to the library to go get my information. And I'm not yeah. going to get misinformation from Google. Now, if I get it from you, I'm definitely going to fact check it, but it's new information to me. So when I see people who are like the smartest fucking people in the room, I just be looking at them sometimes and like, Mm, there's something off there there's something off there and the more and more we get like social media and stuff like that there are people that are wising up and getting smarter and i'm like i'm glad but there's definitely some people like that guy that you're talking about and you know at school who just you know they may not have read good they might not be able to read good but they do everything so fucking well and it's like oh focus on the flaw first focus on the shit that you can't do like read like right there will get you far like if you're looking at the fucking Chipotle menu and like, what what is av- avoc- v- what is like that's avocado, sir? Um, what is bur- no no it's burrito? Like what the, like it's certain things, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to people who you know are dyslexic and can't read. It's just more so it's like oh like focus on the things you know that you can improve. You can improve your reading. You can improve you know. Your, your stance on things. You can be educated to be better people. There are certain people who just don't want to be that way. They're just going to ride on the fact that they're cute and attractive. They're going to yeah. ride off the fact that they are who they are. 
And the physical attraction thing, it, there's more to you than that. Like for a while, honestly, like Kim Kardashian, she was just attractive. Uh, to me, when she started doing the like philanthropy and everything, she started to like act like she had some common sense more than mm-hmm. Kanye had. I was like, you know what? Yes. I was like, I was like, this, this, even though she's not attractive to me, that made me attracted to her because of the fact that it's like now she's trying to better herself. She's going to law school. I'm like that right there makes you attractive. The fact that you want to be better. Yeah. And when, when I see that from people, I'm like, yo, like this is fantastic. But when you just want Instagram and this is your 67th photo of you shaking your ass. In Tulum, it's like, oh, well, great. Yes, we know, we know you got an ass. Yo, I, I fucking, I fucking hate that shit so much because now I can't go to Tulum. I can never go there again. So when I see stuff, like a lot of the stuff that I see on social media, and I think that's probably what ruins social media for me is like the the over like saturation of it to the point where I have to now like I took all social media off my phone and I put it in. Remember, like you and I did that detox. I took it off again. And the reason yeah. why was because I was like, yo, like, it, it just seems like it's a competition on who can be the best. I don't want to be the best anymore. I just want to just see people who are doing normal things. Like, on Father's Day, like, I want you to say, you know what? Happy Father's Day to the fathers out there. Happy Mother's yeah. Day to all the mothers out there. Like, and don't be like, well, see, these niggas ain't shit. I'm like, yo, today's not your day. <laughs> like, I, I get it. You picked a bad one. But it's Father's Day. There were people on Martin Luther King Day that were arguing about mlk i was like yo are y'all just never happy like it, there's always something wrong just all oh, day just be off of controversy that's what the problem is yo here's the thing there, there was a, there was a girl who did a makeup tutorial about like and she tried to do her makeup like martin luther king and he was like what? girl you look more like floyd mayweather and shit i was like yo, y'all are just some really miserable motherfuckers like at I this point the world i do do makeup and look like just like trick daddy. I said, "Oh, she good." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Yo, what the?" F-? Now, mind you, I definitely laughed. I definitely fucking laughed. That was the same one about the trick daddy shit, right? And I was like, "Yo, like now, that's going to discourage her from now, you know?" Because she was just thinking she was doing something cute, and you know, she was doing something in honor of him. But you know, people took that and went left with it for the jokes. And the, trust me, the jokes are going to fly. But I'm just like, "Yo, at, at some point, man, y'all just." Y'all are just some really fucked up people. And fucked up people hurt people. And a lot of those fucked up people are the people that we're physically attracted to. And you see, I keep tying the shit back into it. Because, like, those same people, you're like, oh, they're cute. Like, they might be cute, but they hit people. Or they bully people. That might have been a bully in, like, the third grade. You would have never knew it. And it's him. It's that dude that you were so in love with. He hit women. He's been hitting people since the third fucking grade. But you, you're so attracted to him because he, he wear them fucking them Air Forces and he keep them clean or he, he drive that Charger, but ain't never got no motherfucking gas or, oh, he got three motherfucking kids, but you don't know the names of them, but he just got them. And the only reason you know he got kids is because his baby mom's stalking you on Instagram and shit like that. that come on now. The, the, the blueprint is there. Yeah. Welcome to social media. But, you know, all in all, man, like physical attraction, mental attraction. Me personally, I, you know, tie all in. I do consider the physical attraction first but it doesn't go far without getting the mental with it like you could be the finest woman in the world but I, I need you to have a brain please please have a brain yeah next question who got time for all that man y'all checking out walks and looks and eyes and attitude <laughs> i'm just like is you a cool person or not you know what i'm saying like i don't i really 
I'm like, yeah, physical, there's a lot of physically attractive people out there that you see, you know what I'm saying? But that don't necessarily give you the green light to go to talk to them. It's not until you're in a situation where you actually are talking to somebody that, you know, you make that connection. That's what we're talking about, though. That, that's the point of the whole conversation. We're just talking about both physical and mental. When we do see someone physically, there's that. But there aren't always a circumstance. There aren't always circumstances where you have the opportunity to have those conversations with people. How many times have you been in like a store and you're like, you know what? I'm just here to shop. I'm here to get groceries. And you see somebody walk down the aisle and you're like, damn, they're absolutely beautiful. But you notice things about them. Those are the five things you noticed, right? But the issue is you didn't have a chance to talk to them because at that point you're probably checking out. They're going to the car or something like that. You didn't have the opportunity to see the mental attraction there. You just saw what was the physical. So we were just listing off the five things we would, you know, we noticed. So me, I noticed, like I said, the lips and things like that. Shan said the things that she lists. And it's not for every person. But for us, those are the things that if they were on a list, they'd probably be the highest thing we would look at. For sure. Yeah. What up? She gets it. What's up, Greg? Just wanted to what's say what's up, up Chell. What's going yeah. on? Thank you for coming through. First, I'm on the app, and I see this is the first black advertiser I've seen it on black, too. So, yeah, what's good? Oh, Not what's good, but yeah, what's your uh, podcast or whatever this app is like? Yeah. I don't That's know. A great segue. That is a great segue. All right. And do you want to let the people know again? Style Mouth Stereo. This is our show that we do on Wednesdays and Saturdays. My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast and Cozy Womb Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. You can check out those podcasts on any podcast platform. And we come here to give you a show, give you some content, give you something to think about. And we interact with some people that want to hear some good content. So welcome to the Stereo app. Get familiar Welcome to the show and thank you for stopping through. And if you do like the show, please clap it up and please share it on your social media. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. I'm going to go on to voicemails. Damn, that's hella deep, girl. Like you're on some real shit right there. Like 110%. What you said was all the way straight up the truth. Mm. Pretty hot and thick. Thank you. See, I, I thought you were going to make a natural Yeah, that physical attraction be natural. You know, it's a natural thing, you know. Eyes, even though it's in the beauty of the whole, but uh, it's natural. But that mental, they take time. A lot of people don't want to take the time out. A lot of people nowadays, mm-hmm. especially with the newer generations, they don't want to take the time out to do nothing that's difficult. They want it right here, right now. Then when they get bad results, they want to pout and cry and blame other people. Then you got a domino effect of negativity amongst yeah. I guess, quote unquote, relationship situation. So it's better to go mental first, then into the physical, physical especially the older you get, for sure. Mm-hmm. Facts. 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 Then I'm highly introverted, so it's real hard to be able to uh, go to the physical first. It's usually reverting back to people you already been with. I wouldn't go as far back as high school, but it's like people you already had a relationship with. It's hard to make new new encounters Especially yeah. this day and age. So I got it bad, you know. That's Typical fine. baby mama, baby daddy situation. At least no. I got my own shit. I'm established, but that don't I mean re- nothing. So going for the physical, it's a no-no. It's too easy, you know. Half that shit be fake out here anyway. Listen, come on, plastic and GMO. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. rich any of my exes. That's a no-go. 
Um, if I'm not mentally there with you and I don't want to fuck you mentally, I can't even deal with you physically. That's not going to happen. And I wish more people were like that. They will save their time. So when it comes back to physical attraction, some people need to touch another person. Some people are really dying right now in the touch area because they have this lockdown and they need to be, you know, cuddled with. They need all of that. I have like two nights out of every month where I want to cuddle with a man, right? And this never is not happening right now because I'm not making room for it. I don't want to make space for it or time for it. When I'm like that, I'm like, damn, where's my man piece, right? But for the most part, God gave me some amazing hands, and that's all I'm going to say. And I think too many people think having a kid with someone keeps them as their forever fuck, and that's a no for me. So when he brought up the whole exes thing, you know, bad habits, I'm just like, no, because then that's when people be having multiple kids with the same person that they had a kid with before that was problems, and I don't want none of that. So if you're a cuddler, just say, you want to come over and chill and cuddle. And I expect yeah. you to leave tomorrow. Like this is nothing else but that. If you want to sleep butt naked with somebody that you cool with and you want to sleep butt naked with somebody, then say, I just want to sleep butt naked or just have somebody here because I'm lonely. But people don't never want to say what they're really feeling because they don't want nobody to hold it against them. And I think that's dumb. So if you can't honestly say it to somebody that you want them to, bring their asses all the way to your house or vice versa and say what you want, then just don't go. Because that shit is done. If you just want somebody to be in the house while you're making breakfast in the morning to tap you on the ass because you just want to feel that from a man that you kind of like, then say that. But let them know that we are not nothing. There is no title to be had. I'm cool. You could dap it up, you know, Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your Sunday, sir. I want nothing else from you. And and just say that. But people like to drag people on as just in case the next person falls through or just in case my relationship right now doesn't work out. And a lot of men never fully close off their last relationship before they hop into a new one. And they like to secure a next hop on into the next relationship and they, they like like an easy move into the next relationship and you can't have it like that sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have to completely cut off somebody, spend a lot of time by yourself and then meet somebody new and it's just easier to do it that way because you're, you're spreading your fucking energy to too many people so if your energy is off you're not even going to know who the fuck threw your energy off. Mm. That She gets your she gets it pod. Better get it together. So that's all I got to say about the physical shit. And um it's just it's just too many ways to say what the hell you want and get what you need out here. That is no reason why somebody is being dishonest. And when it comes to mental connection, it unlocks a next level of being spiritually connected with somebody which heightens your senses. So I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship with someone or you're currently in a relationship with someone that if you're miles away and you your stomach feels away and this person is like 
at the top of your mind and you call them and you know something is wrong, you call them and you be like, what's going on? And they be like, man, and you know what that man means. And you know, like something's not right. That's because y'all are in tune with each other and your energies are on the same level within that relationship that you have. So you can sense when something's wrong with somebody. You can sense when somebody needs something or when something, when somebody's really happy about something that happened to them that has nothing to do with you, you instantly get happy. And those are the people that you want to keep around. The people that you tell good shit to and they instantly feel like, man, why ain't that happened for me? Or I've been on my shit and ain't nothing happening for me. I feel like that's fucked up. Ain't nothing that good happened for me. Why are you thinking about you when I'm calling you to celebrate this opportunity that I had that you claim you have with? And a lot of people have too many, quote unquote, friends that's not happy for them. And they have people that they're in relationships with that they don't want to see happy. The same women that when men be out with their boys and they call them just to make sure that they out with their boys and not with another woman and they hear that they laughing, they get pissed off. Like, how dare you be happy without me? How dare you be happy over there and have a chuckle without me? You need to move around from those people. Mm. Those people will get you and smile behind your back while they're fake being sad for you in your face. Yeah. Just miserable for nothing. It's like, why? Exactly. Because because they, they, they just... Some people don't want you to be happy unless they're the ones making you happy. Mm-hmm. That's trash. But here's the thing. How do, you, how do you, as a miserable, unhappy person, try to make someone happy? Because it's kind of like... A it's, it's kind of like you try to control what they get and what they can't get at the same time, and it's dumb to mm-hmm. me. It's kind of like you want to possess someone instead of being a part of someone's life. We don't own anybody here. When you're in a relationship, you don't own the person you're in a relationship with. When Greg's in his marriage, he doesn't own his wife. His wife is choosing to be in a marriage in a partnership with him so they can raise their child together, right? So when you look at it that way, you're enjoying moments with people for the time being because how life works Greg could be gone tomorrow or his wife could be gone tomorrow. I could be gone tomorrow. My kids could be gone tomorrow. If I'm not doing right by my kids, a government entity will come in my house and pick my kids up and leave. So I don't own my children. I gave birth to them. It's my my duty as a mother to guide them, but I don't own them and I can control what they do. And I feel like if people saw people like that, they will let go of this need to have a title, they will let go of this need to be needed all the time and this need to know where you at, know what time you come home. These are the rules. Yes, you a grown ass man, but I'm giving you rules and you got to follow my rules. Like, don't nobody want to deal with that shit. Nope. If I trust you, I trust you. If you don't give me a reason to not trust you, I'm never going to have a reason to not trust you. And if I don't trust you, I'm going to be able to say I don't trust you. I'm not even going to ask you where you at, because if you tell me that you're here, then you you there. If you're not there and you tell me that you're there, then the truth is going to come out sooner or later. And people feel like they can hide the truths all the time. And that shit always blows up in their fucking faces. Mm. 
No objections, Your Honor. <laughs> I'm gonna play these voicemails. <laughs> I'm talking about like I literally just started opening up my social media accounts maybe a month ago. Last time I had a social media account was when the Facebook came out. And you had the little picture, and behind that picture, you was able to do the big picture. Just can't keep up, man, because people will let you down every time. If you feed into society as a whole, shit, you'll go crazy. So, you know, dealing with a relationship, you want to go with the mental first, mind to mind, vessel to vessel. You know, that's kind of like why I like this app. I came on here for music, but just getting to pick people's brain before you mm-hmm. even can see them, it's kind of like a good a good thing for sure. Yeah. That's why we stay on here. Uh, we could have left multiple times, man. Uh, it's the connection you get without being able to prejudge. So everything you said, absolute fact. So shout out to Stereo for actually getting it right. Facts, facts, facts. What's a creeper? Yes, girls, say it again. That's facts on top of facts on top of facts. I love it. Lady, thank you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm better now, but that was me for many, many, many years. I mean, like I tore. I tore plenty of fish up, man. I'm like, I, I had some good relationships off of there, some real ones. But for the most part, man, it was just like the jump off, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, I tried to be a um, a, a good monogamous one-woman man. But like she says, you know what I'm saying? You follow these relationships. You're like, well, I ain't going to be out here single. So you just get with the next thing that you can get with the next cute thing, the quickest. You know what I'm saying? And then you end them same problems all over again. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, we. Oh, we. Y'all speaking that shit on my mama. That's that's how it's supposed to be. She gets oh, it pie. Hey. You speaking the truth. That's straight wisdom coming, and it's coming from a place of experience, too. Definitely. Thanks. Much respect. Salute to both of y'all, man. Hey, salute, for sure. Thank you. I, it, had, I had to, so people could get in, stop wasting their time. Because for me, yeah. I'm, I don't care about you wasting my money. I don't care about you wasting my food. But what I do care about is you wasting my fucking time, because I could be pouring into somebody who deserves the investment of my time and my efforts. And if you're not here for the right reasons, what what Aaliyah say? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me know, because I got other shit to do. It's Laurel Live, just checking out the show. What y'all talking about? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? We, do you have we are talking. Oh, go ahead. Do you have anything um, left to say about the physical connection or the mental connection? I have nothing. I, I think we we pretty much put it to a position where we've said everything. It made sense. And we actually learned from the listeners. That was what mattered the most for me. Um, people had shared experiences, different experiences and interesting ones. So I appreciate everybody for you know giving us their perspective. And I hope that they continue to because I think it's last call for us. So. That's called for alcohol. It means if you have any comments to leave, please drop them. If you enjoy the show, please clap it up. If you want to share the show, we appreciate it. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on our social media. Um, for Greg, it's, um, you know, something you wouldn't believe on a Twitter. Oh, want to go ahead and do oh, the so, Twitter. So, here we go. So, usually Shan does it. 
because I don't be feeling like doing it, but she's, you know, she's making me do it today. So you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Young Black Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Sharptongue, and that's A-L Sharp and Tongue. Not Al Sharpton like the guy, but Al Sharptongue like Al, and then a sharp, and then a tongue, like the one that's in your mouth. Uh, don't yes. ask how I got that name. It was a drunken name, and it, it stands because it stays. Um <laughs> And o- only my wife gets it. And I think she keeps bothering me because that's what she wants. But it's okay. Um, she's going to get it later. She's definitely going to get it later. Um, I'm done. And, and, and I'm Sharon from She Gets Her Podcast, from Cozy Moon Podcast. You can find those podcasts on um, all podcast platforms. And if there's a platform that you listen to and it's not on, please let us know. You can at me at She Gets a Pod on Clubhouse. She gets a pod on Twitter. She gets a pod on E. If you want to email me to run an ad on the show, you can at she gets a pod at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we'll be back here on Saturday mm-hmm. with a whole new discussion. Right. Um, now, hold on. We, we do have we, we do have voicemails, but I, I wanted to say this one last thing. So, um, yeah. Next episode, I wanted to start a segment called Unpopular Opinions. Um, okay. j- just to close the show, because a, l- a lot of people, you know, depended on the topic, it has to be relevant to the topic though. So it can't be just like, you know, the grass is green and you know, the sky is blue. Like it, on that topic, um, you have to have an unpopular opinion. So I don't know if people want to leave a voicemail for this last call about their unpopular opinion about physical attraction or mental attraction, but now is your time. So we're going to leave oh. it open for about 10 minutes. It's voicemails. Go for it. My opinion about physical attraction and mental attraction is that all of these things are investments in people and people are imperfect. And you share without question when people are really on your level and you get to know a person effortlessly. effortlessly. Am I saying I'm still saying it wrong, but you know what the fuck I'm saying. And you get to know people's details and people who are interested in you will ask you your details. And if they don't Mm -hmm. stop shoving your details in their faces, they're telling you through their actions or their non-actions that they're not interested. A lot of people Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I need closure. They never said that they didn't. They told you in everything that they didn't do, telling you that they didn't want to. But you're Mm -hmm. just... You just you don't you don't want to see it. You don't want to hear it. And you don't want to believe that you invested 15 years, 20 years, 30 years into someone that is not is no longer the person that you started this shit with, whatever it is. Mm. So um, what, what what our lady said, she said, reclaim your time. Yes, um, <laughs> I, have, I have an unpopular opinion, too, um, about physical attraction or mental attraction. I feel like my my unpopular opinion is you end up having better intimacy, including more importantly, better sex with the people that Come you on. are mentally attracted to versus the ones that you are physically attracted to. That, to me, is the truth. I feel like every single person in, in my personal experience that I was mentally attracted to, I had a better physical relationship with in the terms of like sexual and that's just my unpopular opinion. You don't have to agree, but I would love to hear y'all opinions, if not tonight, on the next show. 
But now I think we have officially eight minutes left before. Actually, we got 10. So we're going to end at 1130. So give, if y'all got these voicemails. I give no fucks about who doesn't think that's correct, that is correct. Because what's going to happen is you're going to use that mental good connection that you have with that person, with the person that you're not having a good mental stimulation with. And you're going to get off thinking about that person. Why do I know this? Because I have done it. See, don't look do at that. Don't, don't do it. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, hey, Greg. Hey, she gets it. It's what? just me messaging you back. Yep. Uh, sure back. enough, she created another phone number and sent me another message and what? called me and was oh, begging me God. to go ahead with it again <gasps> to um, send uh, the funds, of course. And I said, nope. Uh, I'm not doing it. I said, no video chat and I don't see you. No funds. And she's like, well, you need to trust me again. And I'm like, no, you broke your word. So no. And then after that, I pretty much just hung up and blocked her again. So I'm sure she'll create another phone number and try to call me back. Of course. People are wild. Uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad. He- I'm glad he did that. Nothing. What do you say? I said, I'm glad he did that because, you know, I, I was I was concerned for a minute. I thought he was going to let her we get the money and everything. <laughs> I, I'm glad he chose the other path. Jeez. I'm just swinging through here to show y'all love. I like to jump on this app and just see what's happening. Um, I think it's dope that you guys are having this conversation on here. Much love to you. I'm definitely more with a mental attraction because if you can mentally attract me, then physically anything is possible. You feel me? It's a series on the gram. You know who I am. I like that name. For me, at the end of the day, it's all about what you want. So in relationships, if you don't communicate what you want from the get-go, the person is not going to know. And I think that's just what's uh, lacking within our generation. Saying what it is and being straightforward about it and to the point. And uh, in, in terms of physical attraction and mental attraction, it's based on the individual. Um, I can't say it's an either or because some people just want lust and some people just want love. So ideally, two people, are, two people are just in different categories of life. So usually people will go through phases. In the earlier days, they'll go through usually the lust stage. And as you get older, you want something more long-term, stability and stuff like that. All of that. He's correct. So I had a question, and this is really for the women who either have husbands or boyfriends. Why does it seem that we have to choose between either working more, which causes the women to be like oh I want my man to be with me he's not here he's so busy working but then on the flip side when we don't work more to spend more time then it's hey he doesn't have a job he's a low down etc so just kind of walk me through that like from a woman's perspective how would you um, come to an agreement or what would you do to kind of like settle that whole situation to where you both are satisfied and happy i can't answer this okay first of all if someone can be pleased by you working less or working more 
they weren't on your maturity level to begin with. So that it shouldn't even gotten that far. And if that has to be a constant dilemma or discussion, then they have too much time on their hands and they don't have the right things to do for themselves. So they're paying close attention to every little detail that you do, which is uh, annoying. And that's not really not going to get far because this is the reality. If I'm in my 30s, which I am, and I have children and I know what comes with a house, a car, home insurance, uh, car insurance, electric bill, gas bill, light bill. There is no way that a man and a woman, unless they work from home, can spend quality time with each other, a lot of it, and get all of that shit done and make sure Mm -hmm. the kids are comfortable comfortable make sure the man is comfortable make sure the woman is comfortable and make sure they have an emergency fund there's no way so the reality is if i wanted a man to be by my side as a teammate right in this partnership i would have to be very comfortable with him being on his shit whether i'm in front of his face or not and i have to be real comfortable with him possibly having to work outside my home a 12-hour shift, an eight-hour shift, depending on what he's doing as a career. And that's the reality. If you want your man to give you nice things, you want to be comfortable at home, if you want your woman to be able to pay for the things that meet you halfway on shit, you're going to have to be okay being by yourself for a certain amount of hours during the day. And the people who are not comfortable with that shit are usually not doing anything they're supposed to be doing in the first place. That right there. That right there. No, no objections, John. Hey, Greg, <laughs> I want to salute you, man, for being a young, black, intelligent brother that's willing to uh, put family first, family-oriented, family-driven, uh, spread knowledge to others. You know, it's very rare. I come from a desolate situation where 80% of the people who I grew up with is deceased in jail wow. for a long, long time, man. Uh, so I just thank God as well to be able to keep me out of situations, kept me out of trouble, be able to be able to take care of myself, certified cannabis caregiver now, uh, six, plus, six plus figures a year, you know, somebody who didn't finish college. And I just want to salute you, man, for being a young black brother that's knowledgeable. You know what I mean? It's hard to come across, especially on certain applications, so to speak, with this Internet shit, because people, like you said, is just fucked up out here. So salute to both of y'all once again. I appreciate y'all for taking the time out to spread love to others, for sure. Appreciate you. We appreciate that, man. We definitely do, man. Hopefully you come to more shows and stuff like that also, man. We we need to connect on another way. You know, obviously we follow you and everything like that, man. It's it's each one teach one around here, man. Um, I don't know all the answers. Chan doesn't know all the answers, but we, we do give insight and we be wanting to know things as well. So if you can, you know, inform us, including, you know, the people that are listening on stereo and on the podcast, man, it's great. It is great. So I appreciate everything you just said, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, talking about you end up having better sex with people you're mentally attracted to. I can, I can second that because uh, I had an experience where I was physically attracted to a guy, like when he walked up, to mm-hmm. me and asked for my number. I was like, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> but then um, everything about him, I was in denial because everything about him was just not what I wanted. Red flag. He was a cool dude, but I think we were not compatible. 
on a mental mm-hmm. on a mental standpoint. So, uh, but um, when we got physical, it was just not working, mm-hmm. and I knew it, but I wasn't, and I was in denial. Listen. <laughs> there was a lady on here earlier this week that said she married a man for like three years for the dick uh, and they got a divorce <laughs> like you can't go in there just for the physical because it's not going to work you know, that, that shit is the worst man and what, what makes it worse is when you try to convince yourself that it'll get better it's like this is the best this is how good it's going to get and there's this nothing is- you can do about it if you don't have mental or if you're not mentally attracted to somebody that's not a relationship uh that's lust you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you're just lusting after the sex to be mentally uh with someone that's like the best connection you could have that's sexy you know what i mean knowing that mentally you really love them or you're really into them not just physically, like everything about them outside of sex is stimulating. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? Not my wife is is all that, and we have a lot to still work on. But the more and more we grow uh, mentally, you know, because people grow and they grow apart, but we're growing together. So if that makes sense, we're growing apart like separately into different directions, but we're growing together. Like we're understanding it mentally. Yeah. And like, like he just said, like with my wife as well, the best part about the marriage and the relationship, at least for me, is what he said about there's always something to work on. Nobody's perfect. And the fact that you can continuously grow and continuously learn that person, that shit means the world. I didn't get that from anybody else, any other relationship. I've never been in a position as a man where I was like, you know what? Like, I can still learn from this person. And I would implore anybody else who's in a relationship or something like that. If you feel like you know everything about that person, that's not your person. You just mastered that level. It's, it's like when you, you know, you, you've done everything you could possibly do at your job and you can no longer get a raise. It's like, do you stay there knowing that your bills are going to increase and everything you need to do, like bill wise, is going up, but you're still getting this job that you're going in Monday through Friday and you're not getting any better. You're not improving. It's just a day to day. Your relationship shouldn't be a day to day type of situation. Try to grow, you know, every day, learn something new. Like today, I I learned something about my wife when we were walking. She don't like to walk three miles. She likes to do her two miles and come in the house. But when we walked in an extra mile and she's huffing and puffing, talking about, hey, no, this ain't it. I was like, oh, learn something new today. (laughs) Learn something new today. Like that that to me means the world, man. And like every time I look at her, like I know for a fact I'm learning from her. It's not like I'm teaching her everything. Everything's not a teachable moment. Sometimes I'm learning. And sometimes she's learning from me as well. That is a relationship. We can relate, yes, but you know, what is you know what else do you have? I want more, and I always want more, and I always get more. That right there is my relationship. That's my marriage. So hopefully, everybody strives to get that. Um, everybody has that, and everybody keeps that because these online dating sites and the stories and shit y'all be telling, ooh, ooh, spicy. And you can love the person you're married to and lust them at the same time i feel like that's like i can't wait till i'm like 86 and i got a man piece that i'm married to and he know i got dentures but i didn't put them in today and then he tell me hey 
there's a pipe leaking in the bathroom. I'd be like, oh, for real? Let's go no. look. No. <laughs> No, the hide and go get it part of the relationship yeah. and the marriage, man, that shit, yo, like the, the, antis- some, I think somebody told me when we first got married, they're like, yo, like after a while, sex is going to be the same, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's not when you start sneaking shit, when you start going and saying, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. I ain't going to tell you what time you're going to get it, but you're going to get like shit like that keeps stuff spicy. And it doesn't have to just be a marriage, like relationships. Make that shit spicy. Do shit that you know what, like yeah. you know what, tap you know, tap on ass in the kitchen, but then do it in the middle of the shopping mall. But like you know what, yeah, that's mine. I don't give a fuck if that stroller walking past and them kids saw it, cause that how you think they got here? Like that's what I'm gonna give you tonight. I'm gonna give you a reason to want to have more kids. That's what you want, man. Like sometimes you're gonna <laughs> have to have that fuck with the screen mask on. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen. sometimes there comes mm-hmm. a time in your life. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna oh my lord. <laughs> You need that. You need that physical though. Like we had sex this morning. Oh my god! Keep the panties on all yes. day. Put the panties to the side. That's my shit. That's what you're supposed to say. Look, look at Baylor. Listen, look at Baylor. you can rip them if you can pay for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mind you, mind you, Baylor. Um, our sexual interaction was was not a like. I was forcing myself to like our interaction, oh, no. but it was not working. No. So now I'm telling myself that if I'm not mentally attracted to the, attracted to the person, I'm just not. It's just not going to happen. But I had. To, I think I had to to live that to experience that to know for sure that um, physical attraction is not enough. Okay. Yeah. Throw, throw your bailer dirt because I can hear it. Come on. Oh, my bailer dirt? No, my bailer dirt was this. Um, he, he has to stop sending me them VHS tapes of porn. I, I'm sick of it. <laughs> he, be, he be talking about, oh yeah, I sent you panties to the side, volume three. I'm like, come on, dude. C- come on, come on, bailer. Come on, man. That's Y'all. why you're talking about panties to the side. Oh, kinky ass. I see you. What else we got any choice, man? I don't even rank what 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 it needs to be done in the marriage or a relationship. There, everything is number one: communication, uh, physical, mental attraction, understanding, compromising. All that shit is number one. You just gotta learn how to balance that shit. Until you learn how to do that, you can be a fuck boy and a fuck girl. Hey, mm. hey, that's coming from a man that's happy in a marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think a, a lot of people listen to people who are unhappy in a marriage, but they don't listen to a next people that are happy in marriage. Yeah, I just stumbled upon your show when I heard you say each one, teach one. It's one of my favorite things I say and quote is, you know, when you get something or achieve something, turn around, reach down, pull someone else up, each one, teach one. What's the point in uh, getting someone and succeeding if you don't try and take someone with you or build someone up along the way? Mm. All the hope your show's going good, guys. Send some positive vibes your way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What's her name? Ali Ty? Ali Ty. I lost. lost Sorry. My accent. I I think you can lost on someone and still be attracted mentally to that person. Yes. That makes the connection even better. You don't have Longer. to be in love with that person. You don't have to, you know, you can just 
be attracted to them. Yes. But still uh, be mentally connected to them. And that's how the connection gets better because not only not only you're attracted physically, but also their mind, the way they talk to you, the way they flirt, the way they, they think um, adds to that attraction, even if you just you're just having sex with them. Facts. Mm-hmm. If I say yeah. meet meet me at the kids' school by the bleachers, they not using it in no way. It's quarantine. Mm-hmm. Meet me. <laughs> Yo, man. fellas, drop that dick off. If she at work, drop it off. If she at home, drop it off. If she's Listen. at the laundromat, drop it off. I don't give like I'm telling you. Some, like there are some couples right now. They've been married 40, 50 years. They didn't just get married that way and loving on each other and not fucking. Yeah. Some of y'all parents, the reason why they've been together that long, it wasn't because they love you. It's because they love that nut, and the yeah. nut is between the two of them. So you know, my best advice is to hit it twice. Hit it once in the morning, once at night, and then every once in a while you just do some extra strange shit. Just go ahead and you know get some head, get some oral, go do some things, man. I'm t- <sighs> listen. Just you wait. Learn how to find the love for oral, and learn how to surprise a man with different different techniques. Okay, because when you find a man that you do love and you do lust at the same time, you always mm-hmm. try to find a way to surprise. Yep. Please him. That right there is the mental attraction though. Mental attraction is when you at work and you still thinking about like that. What you yeah. think, like, that the, the nut video shit that y'all be talking about so much and y'all love so passionately. Like the reason why like women, at least from what I've gained and what I've known uh, from other women is like, they don't care about the dude. They just care about him enough to get that nut and watching him nut pleases them. That right there is a mental thing. That's definitely not physical because you can watch any person nut. It's just that person, mentally, they want to be with them right then. And they like that nut. So, yes, everything is a mental attraction. Me, for example, mental, physical a little bit. Yeah, I need, I need to think about that ass. I need to envision that ass. But mentally, boy, I'm telling you, like, the mind game. Have you ever, like, mind fucked somebody, though, Shan? Like, have you ever yeah. just been like, you, 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 you fucked them so good that, like, the next day they text you and just talked about how yes. you fucked them. That yes. is mental attraction right there. That is like, yo, like you fucked me up in the head so much that like I can't stop thinking about the way you made me nut. Mental attraction right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I love it. That's when you know when you in love, when you don't a lot of people say, Well, I don't want to die. You know, I can't, you know, I can't see myself without them. Like I'll die for them. No, it's when you don't want to grow without them. When you're not able to grow without them, that's when you mm. know you're in love because you know you want to mm. build, continue to build on your empire. Come on, Baylor, with these gems. Baylor. 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 Well, for me, it's actually both. I'm a Virgo. I am Earth sign. So, you know, for me, it's both. You have to be physically attractive to me. And you have to be some type of intellectually attractive to me. If not, it's not going to work. Because how the type of person I am, you not going to be physically attractive and have no substance. That's just not 
the type of people I be around. That's not my aura. So. Thanks. Remember, y'all, put in the one that wink and not the one that stink. <laughs> no, don't put it in there. <laughs> don't put it in there. <laughs> I ain't got nothing for that. I can't even answer that one. Can't count it. It's a struggle, though, nope. because even though you can be mentally attracted to your spouse or your, you know, whatever, your partner, like, being with being with them for a, a long period of time, and I'm pretty sure Greg, you can understand this, like, you don't you don't see them as unattractive at times, you just see them as them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you got to step it up. Sometimes they got to step it up, get dogged up, and sometimes mm-hmm. you got to be on some ebony man of the motherfucking month type shit like you gotta know how to keep yourself up and keep that attraction that physical attraction up and most importantly you gotta stimulate her mind you know what I mean like you gotta try new things you gotta talk about certain things sometimes you gotta whatever you're, you're interested in you gotta put that shit to the side and indulge in what she loves and likes and, and, and show some you know show some compassion and, and interest in what she likes See, Baylor talking. He on that Eddie right now. He's on that Eddie Griffin. That's what that is. That Eddie Bull. Come on. I think when you get older, um, mental conversation becomes um, what you really be looking for. Yeah, the physical um, is usually the first thing in your mind, but after that, it's like, hold on, let's see what she, let's see what she, he's talking about mentally. Then. A lot, a lot of times, I feel like when you're older, you you fall in love with the their conversation and who they are, what they're about. Then the physical will come, or if it's already there, then it's there. But you know, yeah, now that I agree with a lot. Wow, mm-hmm. and, and, and watch porn together. Go to the strip hey! club. Like, I promise you, going to the strip club with your wife or your spouse, uh, your partner, whatever that shit is more fun than going with your homies or your homegirls. Trust me. Trust me on this one. Going together because it's like you're you're experiencing uh, stimulating shit to like to, it's just it's together. You know what I mean? Everything doesn't have to be done separately. You're gonna need your homie time and shit like that. You're gonna need yourself. You don't even need your me time. But like, learn how to be like with your partner doing some shit that you wouldn't normally do with your partner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also respect her space and she and she respects your space. You know, involve her in some video games. She don't want to play Madden, whoop her ass in Madden, whoop her ass in 2K. Let her play online. Like, you got to do some shit like that. You know what I mean? That's where the mental part comes in at. And physically, put them draws to the side. Yes, and I want my VHS tape back. See, see what I mean? What I say? I, I, I tried to, I to tell you. The tapes. See? Mm-hmm. And please be kind. Rewind, Greg. Oh, oh I will. But... His thing is, you know, with with the strip club thing, I absolutely agree. Um, my wife and I, we went to New Orleans and we were on like, uh, what is that fucking strip? Um, uh, Bourbon. So we're on Bourbon Street and they have little strip clubs on like the side of the road. Not side of the road, but you know, like in the side streets and stuff like that. So we yep. went to one for one of our friends, one of her friends, bachelor, bachelorette mixer. So it was, what do you call it? Like a bachelor, bachelorette party, some type of mixed type of shit. And I've never seen my wife more excited, not because she was in the strip club, because she's been to a strip club before, but with me. Um, And there was some very raunchy, loud, aggressive sex that happened at the end of that night, because there was a lot of pent up. I wish I could do this now 
But since we're in public, we can't do it. So when we got back to where we were in the hotel, some, some tricks were tricked. Um, a lot of things happened and it, it made me appreciate taking her places to the point where now, like what Baylor said about, you know, your lady needs to be your friend and your man needs to be your friend. A lot of the shit that I want to do now, I'd rather include her than some of my friends, some of my boys. I'm like, yo, like I can spend time with y'all at the bar, but I could also drink at home with her and get yeah. a recap and a night cup after that. So, you know, Baylor's absolutely right, man. Just, mm, mm, mm. Special mm-hmm. moments, special moments. Back. But he ain't getting them VHS tapes back. I burnt them. <laughs> like I said, for me, it's physical attraction and mental and intellectual attraction. You have to be both for me because, like I said, I'm a Virgo and I'm an earth sign. So... I have to have both. I have to have both stimulated. If not, I'm not going to be attracted to you at all. Physically, sexually, mentally, none of that. That's fair. That's fair. A relationship is not a destination. It's a journey. (laughs) When you meet someone and have a connection, you are having feelings of lust and joy and happiness because you are connecting and enjoying the connection uh, you are sharing with another person. That is lust. That is good feeling, happy feeling, uh, communication and and uh, intense vibes. Um, so once that fades a little bit, that's when you have to choose, is this person someone I want to continue fighting for that feeling or is somebody who's not reciprocating enough? So a relationship is constant work. But you have to find someone that works enough with you that you're going to fight and they're going to fight for that feeling because that feeling is going to come around easier and more often than the negative feelings will. Because they're all going to have negative feelings. But look at it as a journey, not a destination. Find someone who wants to take that journey and work for that with you, not against you. We that, heard that. All yes, of that. Indeed. Yo. Yes, indeed. Um, that was facts. You were speaking right there. Because it's it's crazy how uh, if you're not attracted, if I'm not mentally attracted to a guy, I can't even, uh, if you know what I mean, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's fact. Hey, Baylor. Bro, I used to do that. I used to, when I was dating, um... This one particular girl, and we went to the strip club all the time and had fun. I mean, we were wilding with Atlanta and everything. It just just turned <laughs> up. <laughs> look at look at that! Look at that! That's the energy I like to see, man. <laughs> What's up, y'all? How y'all feeling, man? Happy Wednesday. Happy What's Monday. going on, Mister Baritone? Okay, he sound like he's been working. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Their tone sound like he's been working. Just working childish. Don't mind me saying anything. What? Am I interrupting no someone? What? Ah, oh, okay. Okay, I guess. All right. You don't alcohol. And in most cases, a lot of people think when we say, you know, um, talk about shit, you know what I mean? Don't bring up the sexual shit. Bring up what she don't like. Bring up her fears. Bring up her drama, her past drama. So now you know in the future, before you get to the good shit, you know what not to do. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that'll turn her on too because women pay attention to shit. 
And the number one thing that they pay attention to is how you treat them. And if you put yourself in a position where you don't flare up her PTSD, <laughs> she might flare up that penis. <laughs> Real talk, though, man. It's it's a journey. And once we start respecting each other uh, in and outside of that bedroom, you'll see how how wonderful life is or how life could be. Especially when you find out that your wife like the same type of women you like. <laughs> Hey, hey. Yes, that's that. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of speaking. I like speaking. Okay. I can't call in. Nah, no work right now. You know, I'm retired military. My mm-hmm. work is pushing my fingers, but I've been chilling for a couple of weeks. Now, now, wait, now. He said, he said, he said he was pushing them fingers. You know what that means? He, he, when I say working day and night, I ain't talking about on no music. He, he, he's doing some harmonizing though. He, he hitting them with the he, 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 or the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the you know baritone be doing. Mm-hmm. Baritone be out here, you know, harmonizing on stereo. But late at night, you know what he be doing? He be hitting them with the he be hitting them with the real baritone. He with the Luther, he be, <laughs> I appreciate everybody who was in here, man. I really do appreciate y'all. If you missed last call, you can definitely show up on Saturday. Uh, we will be doing both, you know, happy hour and we'll be doing unpopular opinions, last call, all the, you know, the beautiful things that we talked about tonight. Uh, we can't tell you exactly what we're going to talk about, but it will be a surprise to you guys. Um, we have a full docket on Saturday. Until then, um, I'm going to let Shane close us out because she normally does that anyway. So go ahead, Shane. All right, y'all. This has been a treat for us, has been a treat for you. My name is Shane. It's a podcast and Cozy Room Podcast. That is Greg from Young, Black, and Bothered. Don't be a stranger. Hit us up on social media. Um, we will be here every Wednesday, hump day, and Saturday. And if you think you missed something in the show, or you wish you came back a little bit earlier, or you missed the 845, 830-ish start, we got you covered. The show will be out on both of our platforms later on this week. Just stay tuned, subscribe, follow, clap it up. We appreciate you. And y'all have a lot of wisdom out there. I was starting to feel like these people are lost out here in the dating world with this physical need and mental need. But I see some of y'all got this under control. I'm not worried. Exactly. And we're right, out. So until, yeah, see you guys Saturday. We will talk to you. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 